Find a spot around the fireplace, you goons. It's time for another tale of Casual Master Quest. Aloha, everybody, and welcome back to the Casual Master Quest Guild. My name is Tyler. I'm going to be your host today. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the number 17th episode, which is terrible a way you know, to say it, but who cares? This is, in fact, the unofficial podcast sponsor for apologizing to the state of Rhode Island about Kurt Schilling. Over in the corners, we have a couple of contenders for the heavyweight gaming champion for the game known as Destiny 2. Over in the corners, a newcomer ready to rumble. We have Cam. Hey, what's going on? Doing great, man. Weighing at a uh, majestic 180 light. I don't know. Actually, you're right. Pretty much right on the mark, so. Are you? Oh, I gotcha. I was just kidding, man. That's, <laughs> that, that's making me feel bad about uh, the number I have. Uh, a little bit lower, <laughs> a little bit smaller. However, for the reigning world champion of casual master quest we have coming in at a majestic 397 nick that's really close actually i i figured as much because isn't the max cap for that game 400 right now or something like that um it's possible but it's hard to get up to 400 but i'm at i'm sitting at a comfortable 396 oh, oh. oh. Yeah. i think i'm actually 182 so you're really right there wow <laughs> okay so you can only get you can only get like uh to 400 by get by doing the uh, event that just ended last week uh, that gives you all the armor that's at 400 and then doing the raids at the highest difficulty will get you weapons that are at 400 but otherwise the max cap is 385. Now for those who are curious uh, you notice that everybody for some reason is talking instead of just listening to Destiny 2 a little thing happened this <laughs> month for those who are not aware and we're gonna break our uh, you know part One eight. of us one of us <laughs> anybody who owns the playstation 4 right now should know by now that destiny 2 is free for download if you want to play the vanilla campaign uh dlc has been kind of weird some people have been reporting that they can get it for free but i have uh, definitely seen that i cannot get that for free uh any luck on your end there cam or no i didn't know i should take a look honestly it's uh some reason it was a weird bug and i got a weird parade of dogs that i do not own that are trying to same territory to my uh my lawn so if anybody hears that uh just you know hashtag uh, get rid of these dogs yo and uh that's uh pretty much gonna be it in that one however we are casual master quest we have started off on a weird note there i, I like it's it's weird because you know i've respected destiny 2 from a distance as an ambassador oh, yeah. of the rest of the world i let you say as much destiny 2 as you wanted within reason however i've realized that i am now I, like I'm taking my own Tyler Switch initiative over here to become part of the Destiny. Welcome. We've got the Glimmer Lounge in the corner. We've got the Legendary Shard uh, uh, Premium Members Exclusive Lounge uh, right Sir upstairs. Is over yeah, there. Sir yeah. is just in the back corner doing his own thing. Yeah. Um, the moment I heard "Eyes Up, Guardian," I'm like, "Oh no, I've did it. I'm now <laughs> one of them." <laughs> Here we go. However, so, so Tyler, do you want to tell everybody what you said that you're downloading Destiny 2 right now and you put that message on the Discord? What did I say? I know what you said. He said exactly that. If Are I remember right, about, no, I want I want Tyler posted. to say the words. I want Tyler to say the words again. Okay. Uh, you said it was on Discord. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I know I posted on Twitter like, oh Lord, please stop it. No. Oh, sorry. No, it was Twitter. Yes. Sorry, it was Twitter. It was okay. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I believe I you specifically said "Eyes Up, Guardian." Just kind of yes. like. Yes. Now it's funny because, uh, ironically enough, I warned Cam. Or sorry, uh, Nick. Uh, your favorite word is going to be the shadow remains cast, and <laughs> Nick didn't understand what that meant. But now that I haunt him about it, I think he's getting good return fire on me now with "Eyes Up, Guardian" because I think. I'm going to hear that 
a little bit more than I expect to. No, you're going to hear Guardian down a lot more than you expect to. <laughs> True. Actually, that, that's funny because I just did a public event where it's like, recommended <laughs> level 180. What am I? 52. I'm like, oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> I got murdered. So before we get too crazy into Destiny 2, because uh, we're about knee deep in, I don't want to drown just yet. We're going to go with our usual section, the most popular section I like to think of my personal preference. We're going to be going, ladies and gentlemen, into the Pokemon Go Watch Proverbial Minute. Yay! Where if you want to enjoy some fantastic talk about Pokemon Go and what we've been playing throughout the week, this is your section. And if not, then just plug your ears and go la la la, because there might be some talk about Eevees, some talk about raids, some talk about some very passive aggressive trying to get a catch up to other players of sorts that I might mention here and there however the proverbial minute is going to be starting now cam what have you been playing for pokemon go this week you know what actually i think it's probably a good idea to start with somebody else because i'm going to load up pokemon go right now and tell you exactly what i've been doing this past week so if you want to move around then uh, i'll get back to it okay so we're going to trade it off over to myself haha nick Ooh, i'm going to pick myself (laughs) over you I know, fooled. I'm, I'm always the guy that was like, no, as the host, I should always go last. I should always you know, be considered. It's like, no, I, I want to. I, I need to pick myself. I need to love myself when it comes to Pokemon Go before other people now and then. It's healthy. Yeah. And so I'm going to pick myself. I respect that. Yeah. Do, you, do you respect that? I respect that. Yeah. Oh, I was like, we, can, we can fight. We can fight. No, okay, fine. So I've uh, made a mistake of uh, collecting too many items, and I'm having the thing where uh, I want to get experience not by catching Pokemon, but by doing Pokestops. Because A, that gives me a bunch of stuff in preparation for the Community Day event, and B, I can just spin a Pokestop versus, you know, trying to toss uh, a curveball, which I'm terrible at, still, to this day, trying to catch Pokemon. And so problem is, though, I'm starting to collect a bunch of items, and I now have to make a decision of starting to toss stuff away or getting my backpack even bigger, which is where Nintendo and Niantic start rubbing their hands together like, yes, you want 350 Pokeballs. You know you do. It's like, no, I don't really. And it's like, can I toss like 100 away? No. If you do that, you may never see them again. You must join the dark side and spend more money. It's like, no! So I expanded my inventory just a little bit more, and, uh, because I have a huge fear of tossing Pokeballs away. And I just, uh, sorry, this is a personal moment. I'm going to sidebar here real quick. I have my wife angrily looking at me. She uh, really loves me. And in a return for my love to her, I bought her four candy bars. And she discovered one of the wrappers to the candy bar that I may have or may have not ate, eaten. Oh. And uh, I, I'm like, I'm starting to have you sweat over here. So uh, anyways, speaking of heat. I'm gonna lay the heat back this, on. This is the last episode that Tyler's ever gonna do on this show. So actually, yeah, Tyler uh, died. We're, we're looking for a new host. Yep. Um, yep. So send your applications. I gotta say, I, I, I could use a paladin. You know, I, I can be I an undead. Tyler died. You can reach us at casualmasterquest at gmail.com. Uh, send your say. applications. Uh, do you even have the password to that? Because I do. I've, okay. I okay. do. Okay. <laughs> That is my own undoing, my openness about the information. <laughs> I'm easily replaceable. Oh, Lord. Uh, I was hoping I could come back from the dead, but, you know, that's fine. That's fine. I'll throw you heat. Nick, what, how is your Pokemon Go minute going on your I have not touched Pokemon Go until yesterday. Um, so by yesterday, I guess you're listening on Monday now. So that means I played Pokemon Go for the first time on the Friday. Okay. Uh, the whole week because I've been at home playing Destiny 2. And yeah. we're going to talk all about that. Yes, yes. we are. Yes, uh, it was definitely light on my end. With Labor Day weekend coming up, uh, well, I guess technically the weekend before you guys listen to this, 
no crazy events going on in terms of the Pokemon community, but I'm sure with uh, the crazy amount of people out and about that, uh, you know, experience should be going up and there should be you know, buzz of plenty. Just Aren't like, we, uh, we're getting a Chikorita Community Day soon, right? Uh, in about two and a half weeks, yes. Right. So, okay. uh, it's, it's been the biggest dry spell that I think I've seen in Pokemon Go in quite a while. Now, mind you, you know, the events happen at least once a month. As, uh, you know, Cam also points out, it feels like it's only like every week something happens. But in this case, it's like, oh, they're going to do it in the very beginning of the month before and then near the end of the next month. It's like, what happened to Pokemon Go? Where is it? It died. Which is, which I feel like is is better because it makes it feel special like with the community day events having them close together for pushing promotional uh, uh like eevee and pikachu was for let's go like eevee was exclusively for two days for let's go i'm you will not change my mind about it and it was a great move by them because i love eevees um as we all know and can and tyler hates them um i mean that's all uh, for debate here and there the uh the basic <laughs> pokemon itself I actually got into a fight with the wife again. I'm, I'm going to bring in my social relations uh, here. She How bought one you. of those uh, dollar three packs, uh, those sweet card packs you see at the dollar stores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of them turned out to be an Eevee. And uh, she put it on the uh, kitchen table for the longest time, right next to a permanent marker. I'm like, what did you do, Tyler? Oh, well, I, oh, Amanda's holding it now. It's now back in safe hands. Uh, but uh, I was thinking, I was like, man, if Nick ever fails a uh, quiz again, I'll just, uh, I'll, I'll send him a consolation prize or something. But uh, there you go. What, uh, at, the, at the exchange of your life? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, that's true. That's oh, true. man, I'm hearing Hitman coming my way over here. <laughs> However, I don't want to ignore you, Cam, anymore. Are you ready to let us know what's going on in your end, buddy? I am ready. And the reason I had to actually jump on is because I feel like at this point, considering we have a proverbial minute here and we're doing it every week, I should probably play more Pokemon Go because Pokemon Go for me, as I explained before, like ad nauseum even is I open it every day. I kind of play it while doing walks. I'll catch a couple Pokemon, but I don't ever do anything really big unless a new Pokemon comes out for the raids. Uh, but just a couple things. I got a I got a Meganium. I got, I got a Meganium. That was, well, here's the thing. It was full powered Meganium in the wild 95. 95 wow. IV. So I'm like, cool uh, for that. And also going on right now, keep in mind, September 1st and September 2nd, uh, this will be the past for the rest of you listeners there. But if you are watching this live, uh, there is an event going on Safari Zone in Yokosuka, Japan. And if oh, they succeed there, weekend. yep. And if they succeed there, we get worldwide bonuses. So we could potentially have some bonuses coming our way. So uh, for our all our listeners, you know, billions of them in Japan, but you know, uh, is this Neon Evangelion at this point? Like, uh, they're still fighting off angels. However, they're still uh, trying to catch Pokemon. At, uh, was it called Yosikawa or something like that part? Uh, it was Yokosuka. Yokosuka. Okay, yeah, good. I, I just strung four syllables and hoped I hit the right way. But uh, I don't try and say that. Here's the thing is like, we joked about it before, but with some, with certain Japanese words, I feel like if you try to say it too hard, it, like some of them require the accent and it sounds like totally lame if you say it correctly. So sometimes I won't. Okay, Sometimes fair, I won't. fair enough, fair enough. So hopefully with that, that'll give us a cool uh, bunch of you know special effects. We've seen previous things like uh, triple experience, triple stardust, uh, all sorts of sweet good stuff, uh, cool raids. I believe actually uh, part of the raids was uh, like uh, the Articuno and Moltres was part of the uh, event because of that. Not Moltres, Zapdos. Zapdos, yeah. Okay, so... Anything else uh, before we uh, continue on to the next section? Nothing for me. Oh man, the Pokemon Go proverbial minute. We uh, we you know we grieve our moments here, and as you said, you know we might not you know keep playing Pokemon Go forever. So this might not be you know. A I mean, I will. Thing. 
I mean, you know, me too. But uh, I guess it all depends on Nick over here. Uh, you know, he decides. Are we going to make a blood oath? Is that is that what's going to happen? A blood oath. Uh, the bone of my hand. I, I pray this Pokemon go up. Okay, so I solemnly swear to play Pokemon Go at least once every week, so we may continue this part of the podcast forevermore. There you go. Same, I can do that too. Okay. We don't have to be serious. I'm gonna say I don't have a knife or anything. Like, <laughs> uh, I'm a I'm a quick bleeder. Come on, I you know plus that that's my uh, aiming hand. I can't do that for Destiny too. So we, <laughs> I just look at the show notes and I see a little joke on Cam's end. I I really like that. Yeah, I appreciate uh, that joke. I do appreciate that joke, too. Uh, Cam, what have you been playing this week, buddy? So to kind of bring everyone in on the joke. So, you know, we, we have a ledger where we write down what we've been playing that week ahead of time in the show notes. And so, you know, Destiny 2, Nick has Destiny 2 in there every week. So I just put the Nick game as what I played this week. And uh, there you go. But yeah, so I played some old school RuneScape. Uh, not much to say there. Just kind of grinding away at that, making a uh, chef character. So just doing a lot of fishing, a lot of cooking. I always nice. wear monk robes, just walk around with a big stick and hit things. Nothing special, not optimal at all. Just a fun, comfy time. But I have played probably 10 or 11 hours of Destiny 2 over the past couple days. Ooh, and, Destiny yeah. 2. That, that just came out. Good game, right? Just coming no, out. That joke no, that joke is No, it's actually just coming out. It is actually just I'm coming out. I'm not even kidding. It's yeah. just coming out. <laughs> It's been uh, reborn yeah. from the flames. It's an open beta right now, and then um, actually tomorrow, for audio listeners, is the release of Destiny 2 for the first time ever. Yes, and you don't have to consider that there was a Destiny 2 before, and you just consider all that DLC part of the new base game, which is real. But uh, yeah, I don't want to get too far into it without you guys hitting your thing, because I'm sure we'll talk about <laughs> it quite a bit here, but just to tell you where I'm at, uh, so I'm... I think more than halfway through the story, I'm doing all the side adventures as well. I'm level 23, I want to say, and my light level right now is around 180, 190, I think. So. Okay. Nice, nice. What is the uh, level cap? Uh, 30, right? Is it 30? Are you... It's weird because a lot of people, when I say level cap to mm -hmm. Destiny 2, uh, and I, by everybody, I mean my best friend, they're like, oh, no, you mean the light level? That can go up to like 400. It's like, no, okay. I, I want to know the level level, the not your power right. level. Right, so character level. So this is confusing. You're saying 23, but then the base game I think only allows us to go up to 20. Really? Well, I am really? yeah. higher than 20. Oh. Okay. So okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, oh. I'm gonna say there's probably a couple of changes going on right here, but yeah, that's, uh, that's that's okay. That's weird. Do I have the DLC? I'm almost yeah, because wondering. DLC one raises up to 25, and then DLC two okay. uh, raises it up to 30. Huh. Uh, that's the character level. Um, or I could be completely mistaken. Maybe the first DLC kept it at uh, 20, and then the second DLC pushed it up to 20. Yeah, I mean, either way, yeah. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Anyways. Cam, maybe uh, what the DLC? Not sure about that. What class are you playing, Cam? Uh, Titan, the same as I uh, did Destiny 1. My boy. Uh, Titan my mains. boy. Oh, come on. I All they know how to do is punch stuff and just roll through things. That's all I need. That's, That's all, all I need. No, there's no thought to their gameplay, to their approach. <laughs> I just need to walk into them and then do it queen style. Uh, yeah, I just need my unga button where I just hulk out and just pound the ground real hard. Uh, but it was funny. One of the things I do want to say is I guess I forgot how much Destiny I actually played because when I kind of went through, funny enough, it shows you at the beginning when you log into Destiny 2 when it brought over my character, it showed me like all my previous accomplishments and stuff and kind of like memories real. And at first I thought they were just showing me at like oh this is what happened in destiny one but then i saw the bottom right that there was all the people in my party at the time of completing those various things oh and i was like boy. oh i guess i did beat every dlc of destiny and like i played it all the way to level cap i think too so like i was like oh wow so coming in here a lot of things do feel pretty familiar i'm remembering things pretty much right away you know zur crucible uh, how the light level works all that stuff all the functions of the games are 
be coming back very naturally to me, I feel right, like. Right. Yeah, so you're talking about the memories thing. So, yep. so just to fill everybody in in more detail, um, on PlayStation or Xbox, if you played Destiny 1, you completed all the raids, completed all the big challenges. When you, on that same console that you played it on, when you play what you played Destiny 1 on when you get Destiny 2 at the start of the game it shows a little cinematic at the beginning that just takes you down through memory lane showing all the accomplishments as Cam said now I played Destiny 1 on the Xbox because it was only available on consoles Mm -hmm. so Destiny 2 I bought on the PC uh, despite being able to link my Battle.net account, because uh, Destiny 2 is available through the Battle.net client, um, and despite being able to link my Battle.net account and my Xbox account through my Bungie account, I never had those memories show up. So I was starting a new Guardian, and I am actually, like, I'm very much upset about that, because yeah. I put so I put 1,200 hours Ooh. into Destiny 1. I don't know if it gave me anything. That was the only thing. I couldn't find, like, I didn't see any items that were, like, carried with you. No, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't give you anything, but it's a, it's a nostalgia thing, right? Yeah, yeah, um, no, I feel it. But so, uh, so just on. to confirm here, uh, me, the person who played Destiny One for all of I would say about thirty-five minutes, who uh, you know I got the special pack to give me a cool boost and all that, but I've, I've otherwise did absolutely nothing. I got the same treatment that you did, Mister. I played for twelve hundred hours for the beginning of this game. <laughs> yes. How does that make you feel? Not great. Yeah, me, don't worry, me neither. I, I, to be fair, though, I had no idea what was going on. So honestly, it's like, okay, you know, I am being shot at. That's all I know at, and I react uh, as needed. And uh, I myself, uh, well, actually, Nick, what, what character do you like to play most uh, class-wise? Um... Funnily enough, in Destiny 1, I was a hunter main. Okay. Uh, because, and this applies to a lot of games, like even Pokemon. I'm like a, a fast, like hit hard, move fast. I don't care about my defenses. I don't care how weak I am, but hit hard, move fast. And so I really liked, uh, like hunter was my go-to. Um, and then they started nerfing the hunters for no reason. The, their balancing changes have made absolutely no sense. And then I moved over to the Warlock. And Warlocks were dumb in D1. They're insanely, like, ridiculously overpowered, and they still not—they still kind of are now. And so now I'm a warlock main. Maybe. I would like to say that warlocks, in my personal opinion, I, I don't think I'll be playing it anytime soon. I want to say that warlocks, in terms of their animation and whatnot, probably look the coolest because I like being the staunch, you know, hold their ground, plant your butt cheeks to the ground, and start shooting your rocket launcher for some reason, and you know, building walls and stuff. But warlocks—they're just moving around, you know, doing magic and all that cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're just yeah. all high and mighty seeing our ivory towers shooting space bombs, chain lightning from our fingertips. Um, you know. Yeah, but I got a I got a big fence that makes it so I don't ever have to reload. <laughs> so you better watch out. Oh, well, well, I've got watch out over here. We got a, Okay, we yeah. can go into this. So I've got exotic boots that whenever anybody's standing anybody is standing <laughs> in my rift, they don't ever have to worry about reloading either. Oh wow. But I got a big fence. <laughs> No, you've got a tiny the rally barricade. I it's got tiny. a big fence. The big though. fence doesn't do anything for you. Big fence. Okay. I got a small Tines fence. Are great. <laughs> like right now, I can recreate uh, a light version of Home Improvement where I can just peek over the wall and say, "Why, hello there, Tim Allen character." And uh, you need to have, uh, understandably, you need to have a galaxy-sized brain to really appreciate the Titan gameplay. I feel like so. It's just something you gotta you gotta roll with. So oh, so this is something that I won't be able to comprehend. Just no, yet. no, Tyler, you're you're a Titan man. You'll understand. Okay, good. Yeah. I, yeah. I Nick, can't... on the other hand, mm, I don't know. Mind you, though, whenever I jump to Crucible with uh, my Titan, I tend to have some of the most fun ever because Titans are dumb. <laughs> oh yeah. Honestly, all I ever do is just walk up to things and punch them. Mm-hmm. So just confirming here uh, for the Casual Master Quest podcast, did we just in uh, the span of one episode suddenly become a Titan majority supporting group here? We did. 
Oh wow, that, 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 well, that, that I was never scary. not because I played a Titan in Destiny One as well. I just didn't talk about Destiny much, but I am a Titan supporter. We'll put it understandably in there, so. so too, of course. Okay, yeah, don't blame me for that. <laughs> and anything else on your end, Nick, that you've been playing? Um, bunch of Overwatch here and there. Uh, Overwatch is always fun with friends. Uh, new competitive season started yesterday, I believe. No, sorry, uh, Thursday. Um, and I'm um, just waiting for next week to start grinding uh, to get to the new SR, get new placements. Uh, yeah, and uh, Stardew Valley. Um, I was. Ooh, really? I'm assuming on Steam. Yes, sir, on Steam. Okay, uh, I wasn't sure. I actually, no, I, I am pretty sure. Yeah, you would be uh, sure. Yeah, I, think. I say, uh, I was like, hmm, I switch. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, I was a little bored one night. All my uh, friends that I usually play Overwatch with were not online, so I opened up Stardew Valley, opened up one of my older farms, and just continued i think i went through one season before i went to bed but yeah same you know it's really just not even i wouldn't say mindless because that sounds like a negative word but it's you don't have to think much yeah you just have to like go through it and once you reach like a certain point and i think i was in my second year like i really didn't have to do much i already had the the galaxy sword i i had like all the dungeons unlocked all i had to do was just roll around make sure my plants are okay feed my chickens feed my cows find the truffles um, and also, actually, Stardew Valley just got a big multiplayer update. Not just uh, right. a couple of yeah, weeks. Recently, yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to try that out eventually if any anybody else wants to try. Come play with me. Cough, cough. Uh, actually, my uh, wife, Amanda, really loves to play that game. And she hasn't gotten into it in a while. I don't think she's played since the multiplayer patch. But, I mean, she... You know, if she gets into a game with that kind of passion, I would, you know, totally see her playing something like that with you. If you, you know, if you want to give it a talk, I do want to say some concern though, because uh, I've seen a lot of people post on Twitter like, "Oh my gosh, there's multiplayer! You should play, you know, Stardew Valley with me." But don't you freaking dare touch my fence or my herbs, or I will kill you! I'm like, oh gosh, please! It's like people are so proud of their farms that it's like got a big fence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got a Titan pets going out here to uh, keep all the uh, the angels out, uh, or the uh, Titans. Yeah, there's keep- a there's a lot there's a lot there's a lot more details to the Stardew Valley multiplayer. But one aspect that I really like is that everybody has the same uh, pool of money, so you actually have to think about uh, what you're gonna plant and pooling resources together. Who's gonna upgrade what weapons for like what tools first? Right, so uh, you don't all necessarily have to upgrade all your tools at the same time, right? So one friend could up- upgrade their axe, one could upgrade their uh, pickaxe, so that they could, you know, uh, mine um, higher rarity uh, ores. Um, and so you just go like on a cycle uh, until you know you just have to plan it out, basically. All right, fair enough. I mean, it's a great game. I mean, it's been a while since uh, it came out, so you know the buzz kind of died down around it. But uh, honestly, if Stardew Valley got a resurgence in some shape or form, you know through an update as big as this you know we probably should give it a hype but uh right now we got a little game by activision you know that's uh well not by activision by bungie i want to give full credit thank to you bungie yeah bungie and full credit activision blizzard you know <laughs> they're publishing that's uh let's say they got their own launcher you know system going on you know but who cares uh on my end actually i just want to give a little credit back towards you nick sorry to throw you in the spotlight again you've been playing some bayonetta too as well and um uh, yeah i can't i honestly can't even remember the last time i played bayonetta but i've been having fun with it i think i'm i I was witness to this uh no i mean i remember when i last played but i don't remember the day like i don't know how long it's been now (laughs) i'm still on holidays so until school starts i'm gonna be losing track of days um but yes uh i think i'm hour six or hour seven and I'm really having fun. There was a, as you said, Tyler, you were witness to this moment. There was one moment where it was just like a rinse repeat, and I was constantly dying to the one boss. Yes, you're um, fighting Jean. 
yeah and then i you know um and i've talked about this plenty before really is just my time playing dark souls 3 really just helped me learn how to find the uh, bosses tells their signs of when they're about to attack what kind of attack and eventually i got it down where i was down to like a fraction of my health but i managed to clutch it out and yeah, beat her like one hit away and you just you saw a telegraph move he jumped he swooped right in at the perfect moment yep. and the moment started doing the snapshot on each angle of uh you beating the crap out of jean you you had a, a happy moment i oh, believe yeah, very happy he popped moment, off yeah. yeah yeah oh man uh also you uh did play that on twitch and speaking of twitch i want yeah. to give a little congratulations over to cam Cam, congratulations! Oh, yes. You uh, you've reached uh, Twitch aff- affiliate, man. Yes, I did. I reached Twitch affiliate last night. Finally, <laughs> congratulations! Yeah, twitch.tv slash Cam collects for those who are interested, and you want to give him free money on your Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah. Free I've been money. Telling my family and friends. I've been telling my family and friends. If you just have a Twitch sitting around, or you have Amazon Prime, you get a free sub every month. So you can just give me money, so I can try and avoid the cycle of work and death. <laughs> I mean, one of those two, I'd like to think, but you know, if you can avoid death with the power of Amazon Prime, I, yeah, I, I feel like I'm, oh, Dude, you just order your mortality pills off Amazon Prime. They get shipped to you in two days. It's brilliant. Oh, man, I have to get those from Canada. I can't even get those like in the U.S. easily. Get a, a doctor and Skype for about five minutes. Those immortality pills are no joke, dude. Have you uh, decided what kind of emote you're going to set up? Oh boy, I barely looked into it. Honestly, the first thing I did was I looked up what what do you do when you reach affiliate? I just put that in Google. Uh, but I saw I like I entered the agreement. So I didn't know that there was like that extensive of an agreement that you have mm-hmm. to actually partner mm-hmm. with them and say you have exclusivity now. So I can't rebroadcast any of my stuff for 24 hours anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And I they have exclusive rights to my live stream audio video content basically. Yeah. Uh, which I'm fine with. That's the only place I uh, stream. I was say take but, my soul. I don't yeah. care. Twitch is, you know, my body <laughs> now. But yeah, I'll probably put some gross emotes or something like that. Probably some, I don't know. I'll just come up. I'll look at my folders and find something, I'm sure. Maybe a Noctowl. That'd be cool. <laughs> Good deal, man. Good deal, man. Nick, uh, you and I need to catch up. Uh, we are pushing it, but uh, we need some more cool Bayonetta streams because that will attract like crazy, man. Tyler, can't you, though? Are you or don't you have the threshold? I am at the two of the three thresholds. I am okay. now streaming consistently enough that a, uh, I think I was like minimum six times a month or something like that since yeah, yeah. or eight. And I'm doing, you know, two days a, a week. So mm-hmm. and uh, I've reached uh, the follower threshold and actually gotten way past it. Thanks to uh, a couple follow of uh, follows. Yes. Yeah, follow for follow. Plus, I'd like to point out that I easily got a bunch of followers from last night. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, and uh, with that, actually, I think that was the biggest like watch stream I was ever like the active participant in and I was like holy smoke people are watching me play Zelda I gotta you know be funny and you know, I started talking about architecture I'm like what am I doing no that's it's perfect no. that's what you want to do yeah let's talk you crap about talk why there's a architecture why is there a castle on the top of a castle what's going on here but uh the one thing that's stopping me right now is uh i need to get my average of uh viewers up and i had just started streaming so those first couple of streams you know they're kind of rough with you know maybe one or two but uh now that i've actually i've pretty much gotten almost three people guaranteed to a science i got yourself i got nick uh my wife will occasionally watch i have my best friend nick who likes to watch when i'm coming on i gotta you know i want to give uh good kudos to baylor as well he is another person that came onto the field and uh suddenly i'm starting to get more and more and i've you know i realized if i talk with other people on streams before my streams and say hey i gotta go i'm gonna be playing zelda they're like zelda 
oh fine i'll come over afterwards he's like okay you want to be careful with that though because that can be a lot of streamers will consider that rude if you go on their streams and say hey i'm about to start okay fair enough yeah, i, I be guess careful with that because that that is a general like twitch social thing that i've noticed i mean she the person that i've been talking with and you know i've I haven't, this isn't like a one-time person thing uh Neko Chibi, I've been watching her streams like, hey, you know, I, I'm streaming this over here, too. And uh, I think it's cool that you stream over here. So I wanted to show support one to another. Mm-hmm. And obviously I didn't mention, you know, say, hey, you should, you know, raid or do anything like that. But I was oh, like, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. I, I got to go. I'm going to stream. Uh, I, you know, hope to see you guys. Uh, see you later. So like, oh, you know, I might stop over afterwards. I'm like, OK, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Have that's it. more fair. I thought what you were saying was you're going into streams 10 minutes before you start and being like, I'm about to go over here. Hi, good sir. Hello, <laughs> fellow teenagers. And yeah, yeah. Uh, the self-promotion thing is a is a big uh, no-no. It, yeah. It's very dependent on um, the personal streamer. So, like, like if you guys were to come to my channel and talk about your streams, mm-hmm. I'd be like, all right, you know, that, that's fine. I know these guys, and we're just having discussion. But if you're, but like, even if it was you guys or even my best friend, it was my mother. She's yeah. like, hey, hey, honey, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go off and stream now, and be like, that's not cool. Yeah, like, yeah, no. I so, and I wanted to like when you guys started doing this, I wanted to sit like like warn you guys about twitch etiquette mm-hmm. but then i did like the the parent thing like let them learn their let them learn on their own right let them make mistakes and learn the hard way because it's not easier but then it's it's a lot more um meaningful like i i can't think of the term but i'm like let them yeah, make their yeah. mistakes and yeah. it's funny too because i was streaming so like before we actually were doing casual master quest like i've been just streaming for quite a while but the problem was it's all been recent growth because what I used to be streaming were Sega Master System games that nobody, there wasn't even the game listings for. So like nobody knew about it. I had some dedicated people watching from a Discord channel about old games. But what really happened was, uh, funny enough, the follower thing was the one that was holding me back because my average viewership, I think is at six right now, uh, just per stream, but it was the follower getting to 50 was what held me back. Cause I have a core dedicated group of people like coming, but right. like I had been streaming for a bit, but I'm also very careful about etiquette. Like generally if I'm on another stream, I wouldn't even mention have one unless they ask yeah okay i can see the point of view on that one professionalism versus uh you know treating them like a professional versus treating them like a personal thing uh, yeah well i think it's also like treating them like if you're going into their script stream you're a viewer is that that's my perspective is i'm treating acting like a viewer would so i'm you know asking about the game asking them about themselves if they ask about me uh then sometimes like if they ask if i stream i'm gonna answer but usually if they ask about me it'll be like hey you know had a good time got some groceries went for a run earlier that sort of thing so the idea of uh suggesting like hello fellow streamer i'd like to sort uh, you know support my other streamers that that might uh, be kind of uh red flaggy I'll put it this way. It's like whenever I've seen I've watched a bunch of other Pokemon streams and there's a couple things to get me. And one of them is when I see a guy come in and he'll be like, oh, wow, I'm, you know, like, oh, I'm playing this game as well. And that's like the first thing they'll say and the only thing they'll say. And it's like, hmm, I wonder what your motivation is for coming to the stream. It's clearly not to watch and enjoy the streamer. It's to shill your own stuff. Okay. And so, I can see that. Yeah, I always, you can you can pick it out. I feel like you can really pick it out from a crowd. You see a sentence like that and you're like, and then on the other hand, though, you got people on Twitch, which is weird because I have mature setting on because I swear a lot. And uh, that's just something that I have on, on my Twitch. But still, you get people coming in and like, it happens pretty frequently. I don't know why, but people will come in and start calling me daddy and <laughs> it's happened a couple streams and it's like in a really weird way too and i'm like hey yeah, that's that a, that's a Twitch thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um tyler i understand the perspective you're going at it from because it, you're you're trying to like i'm trying to build a community of sorts exactly yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, and that's, I, wouldn't, 
I wouldn't hop in like a Fortnite stream and say, hey, uh, you know, I'm playing Zelda. It's like, oh, no, she's also playing Zelda. He's also playing Zelda. I'm also playing Zelda uh, too, you know, Let, let's talk about Zelda. And that's, uh, I guess, my my thought set. But also, like, you're pointing this out, this corrective behavior that needs to be considered. You know, it's like, oh, this is actually kind of, uh, you know, self-serving for the most part. You might want to be careful on this. And you got to consider, too, I think, with even with the same game, I'd say it's even more dangerous. Because with the same game, I feel like it would feel like competition. So if you're, you know, if you go into a Fortnite stream and talk about Zelda, those are completely different audiences. But if you're in a Zelda stream saying you're also streaming that game, I know at least from like the pressure would feel on at that point. Like, oh, God, like, is this competition? Are you trying to compete with me right now? What's going on? I think that's why why I I didn't pick uh, Twilight Princess HD. It's why I was watching people doing Wind Waker HD in that case. Like, oh, you're playing that game. I'm playing this one, you know, because I don't want to watch something in the game I was playing. It's boring. Yeah. So it's just things to look out for. Um. Also, don't piggyback. Don't I, I like I, I learned this and Cam and Nick very specifically uh, made this a point. Don't uh, be the backseat driver if somebody's having trouble with the game, because the moment you try giving them a hint, it's like, come on, they're trying to play the game. Let, let them have their own experience. If they start saying and sitting there for two and saying, I don't know what I should be doing here. Uh, can somebody help? And they're like, oh, I'll be swooping in like Batman. But otherwise, you know, don't. Don't start telling them like oh yeah, and I wasn't upset about it because it was never like a rule or a thing I'd ever talked about. But um, yeah, oh, no, no backseat gaming is uh, is generally a no no, especially with people yeah. are like trying hard to like figure things out. Yeah, mine is actually me too. Go ahead. I'm actually pro backseat gaming, so just, that's just for my stream though. So like, <laughs> if anybody does come on my stream who doesn't know my feelings of the matter, I don't mind it whatsoever because I'm generally terrible and need help. Uh, but I, yeah, but don't go that as the default. You need to definitely go in thinking people don't want it. If you're playing nothing but Pokemon games, though, Cam, I mean, I know yeah, your Nuzlocke challenges, you're starting to play a couple of custom games that kind of threw you in for a loop. Yep. I mean, you pretty much got uh, Mr. Frost, I believe, that has all the uh, Psypokes information. So, you know, I'm totally cool with him, you know, helping you out like that. Yeah, yeah. So shout out my buddy uh, Amethyst Frost actually is was one of the admins and is one of the people who runs Psypoke the site itself and so he he always can roll in with the side poke checks but you know the truth of the matter is like one i'm terrible the joke i always make and two even though i've played pokemon for thousands and thousands of hours the stream tax takes effect which is when you're streaming when you're trying to entertain when you're trying to talk and play the game adequately sometimes your thoughts will your definitely just be, yeah, like uh clouded that threat detected Oh, he's dead. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, yeah, all the time. Where I'd be like, I, you know, I forget where people evolve. I forget what types things are sometimes. I forget, like, just very, very weird stuff sometimes. It'll just come out of nowhere or you won't even think about it. So sometimes I feel like that help is to help keep my Pokemon alive because the stream tax for me is very real. Okay. Uh, I guess uh, just to empathize on my point, uh, one of the things I hate seeing now, and I, you know, I'm trying to work with it because, uh, you know, Twitch community can be interesting. Uh, my favorite question I love being asked is, is this your first time playing uh, this Zelda title? And it's like, why, yes. How did you know? This is, yeah, I have, uh, I was actually just, you know, before you showed up, I was describing, you know, about the different mechanics of each of these uh, monsters here. But uh, yeah, this is actually my first time. I was, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was reading an essay and I'm playing the it. game. And it's like, come on, just, you know, it's like, why? Because I swung my sword wrong? I'll fight I've you. Never, I've never got asked that yet on the Pokemon side of things, I don't think. Is this your first time playing Pokemon yeah. Prism? LOL. Well, that one, yes, but I don't think I've ever been asked that. Um, it just it leads up to the idea of like, oh, if this is their first time, I will be their shepherd. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yep. Don't do that, please. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so apart from Twilight Princess HD, Tyler, what have you been playing? 
Yeah, so the games I've been playing this week. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to jump into one Goliath into another, but I'll keep it short as per the regulations. World of Warcraft, as uh, as I continue, the, the rep grind is uh, thriving and well. I am now at Revered, which is level three, and I am pushing towards the final level of uh, Exalted to where I can finally play the Void Elf that I love and adore. Uh, in the meantime, there's actually a second reputation that I am just kind of as a byproduct I'm also grinding, known as uh, Army of the Light. And if I were to get this exalted, I will be able to play what is called Light Forge Draine, which is essentially Draine, which has been there since the Burning Crusades, but the bigger, shinier horns. And it's like, eh, it's something new, sure. And it's like, well, what can I do that for? And in my thought process is, if I get uh, Army of the Light, as well as the Argusian Reach Reputation, both Exalted, and I am going to get the Army of the Light one, the one I don't care for, but I'm getting it anyways, it's going to happen first. I'm going to make two new characters, and I do have a level 110 boost, and so I just, I'm going to slap in the one I don't care for, but it'd be nice to have, and then I'm going to have my fun adventure with the Void Elf, and I can finally talk about World of Warcraft in a way that I, you know, I love it. And, you know, happiness. Instead of this, uh, oh boy, I'm going to do 20 world quests today and then shoot myself in the foot because yeah. it feels the same and I can't feel anything anymore. There's no happiness here. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. I'm having fun. That's my report on World of Warcraft. Persona 4, I've actually been playing a lot more than what I'm used to because the yes. rule is I only played it in the side of a semi-truck. I don't ever play it in the house. There's no reason for that. But besides the fact is uh, I have... Uh, and you can't go ahead and plug yours. I have better games I can, you know, I can play right now. And uh, no, the reality is, it's because you're playing Persona oof. Four during work. You've now associated the great game with work, and so you're not enjoying this much. So it, like if I'm not having air conditioning blowing into my face from a truck while I'm being loaded up with chlorine, there's no point in playing Persona Four anymore. It's like I need that atmosphere. I, I live and die by it. And right now, I just uh, I have officially unlocked uh, Nyoto. I just the prophecy of uh, unlocking her social link and uh, I've learned a couple of things about that uh, from what I can tell Nyoto is uh, out of the playable characters if you want to call it that she looks like uh, she's going to be one of the hardest to potentially get max social link before uh, the time runs out I believe it was like sometime in November because you unlock uh, her social link on October 21st and you have pretty much a month to get her up to max and they're like you got to keep doing this you know as soon as you can get it just every single day, you be best friends with her, even if she doesn't want. You shove that social link down her throat, which uh, you know leads to. Completely I can see, I can see the numbers behind Cam's eyes, just rolling and thinking, and like what the best strategy is and how, yeah. how it can better advise you. I can just see all of that happening because I think Golden gives you a little more time than the traditional one did because there are some the bonus sections. But I think I don't know if it's end of November. I thought you had a little more time than that. I thought you had till December or something. The, the Google document that was, you know, kind enough to be written by somebody much smarter than me in regards to Persona 4 suggested like November 27th or something okay. like that. Okay. And I, either the 27th or 26th, but let's say hypothetically I have at least a month. Mm -hmm. And uh, with that, I like I panicked because I didn't have the fortune persona of any kind. So I ended up uh, sacrificing a couple that, you know, I wasn't going to use, but I would have liked to use to get, you know, Big Daddy Chariot or something like that. And uh <sighs> It's an experience. I'm ready for that one. Plus, I also know I have a dungeon coming up sometime in the next month that's going to be a pretty big one. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got, you know, told the suggestion, hey, uh, you probably should work on your justice and the uh, I don't know which one. Uh, 
Jojima, the father Jojima social link is, but you should upgrade Nanako and uh, Daddyo up to max uh, if you can before this dungeon happens, because that might help influence the story in terms of uh, plot points. I don't know what that details, but if you know that means something, that means something. So I got that going on for Persona maybe. 4. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> and uh, Twilight Princess HD, I did beat that last night, so uh, congratulations to me. And uh, that's pushing me one step closer to uh, affiliate myself. I'm very happy for that. I haven't decided what new game I'm going to play yet because uh, the votes tied up at the time between Skyward Sword and Ocarina of Time mm. with the potential of uh, Chaos Edition, which I'm scared if people actually allow me to play the Chaos Edition because that is a, a very, very difficult version of that game. It's, it's terrible. In fact, I believe there's only one person I saw on YouTube who uh, successfully beat it like it's that rough and i told myself if i get it i will i'll play it up maybe to the child because uh i was trying to explain to them on stream was like you got to be careful what you wish for here because you know it might take half an hour you know at the most to beat goma but it might take me three hours because chaos edition wants to you know ruin and wreck my life in any way it can find to make me paper thin i can't climb through tunnels and stuff and I might have been playing a little game called Destiny 2 as well. Oh, so, sorry, what? I'm sorry. Just louder for the people at the back. <laughs> uh, for those in the back uh, who have, you know, terrible hearing, I just want to say for the record that I have downloaded, installed, and played for, I would say, only about maybe between four and six hours of uh, this new game that came out called Destiny 2. It just uh, got a new expansion, or it's officially coming out on uh, September 4th, uh, if you guys haven't heard. It's called the uh, We Did It Right This Time Guys expansion, so I'm really hoping that it hits. But right now, I'm really enjoying myself, and uh, I was telling my best friend, uh, I really hope I get a sniper soon, because I, I think it'd be cool, because shotgun, not doing it for me. Hand cannon? Eh. But, uh, you know, uh, a nice auto rifle or something a little bit you know, more long range, I'm really liking that, man. It's good, good. and... I will be playing more of that. It is a decent game. I was joking that I was going to give like a full review of the series, but let's be real. Uh, I, that'd be kind of unfair on my end. <laughs> I feel like I couldn't like officially review it until I did. Is like, what is the, uh, what is the destiny two name for raids? Is it called Raid. raids? Yeah. Raids. Okay. Oh, there's strikes too. I think. Uh, yeah. So there's yeah. strikes, which are the missions and they're on a playlist and they're shorter. They're about anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes, depending on your fire team, depending on the difficulty, like dungeons, uh, like dungeons, but they're three men. And then you have the raids, which are six men. Um, so there was one raid, the original base game raid that came out with uh, Destiny 2. That's called the Leviathan. And then they launched uh, smaller raids called Raid Lairs, which are quicker and are shorter. But they are they can be just as hard. And so one came out with each expansion. Okay. Um, I've not actually played the Raid Lairs. I've only done the raid once. All right. Uh, something I you know, hope to look forward to then. Uh, Nick. Yeah. Nick. Nick, I, I do believe, my good sir, that it's uh, it's uh, soon approaching that time, that that time of the week uh, where I get to get this little cattle prod. I'm actually really ready for this one, I think. Ooh. Hold on, though. Uh, I don't think we're done talking about Destiny 2, personally. I don't think so, either. Yeah, yeah. You, you, um, you want to keep talking? Okay, well, there's finally. There's plenty to cover, yeah. and we're not um, even... So, so, August 28th, uh, Bungie put out a big patch for Destiny 2. It fixed a lot of the issues uh, that players were having in terms of the weapon system and how boring it was. Because the weapon system earlier would give you uh, your primary and your secondary slot would go to um, hand cannons, scout rifles, 
uh, pulses, and your power slot would go to snipers, fusion rifles, swords, rocket launchers, grenade launchers, and it really removed the power fantasy from uh, the PVE and the PVP. And so after a year of listening to people's feedbacks, um, they, they adjusted it, and now it's a super modular system, so you can have anything anywhere as much as you want. Um, except in the power slot, you're now just restricted to rocket launchers, grenade launchers, and swords. And the snipers, fusion rifles, shotguns have been moved up, and you can put them anywhere you want. I think fusion rifles, however, can only be in the energy slot, your secondary. Um, okay. So that's brought a lot more fun back to the game. I will say this, though. The old system, to some extent, was not bad for PvE. But for PvP, it felt really boring and really slow. Um, and I'm glad that they made those changes and listened to us. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to talk about really quickly was Gambit. Yep. Gambit is a new... Gambit is a brand new game mode, Tyler. Is it? Uh, can, yeah. Nick, could you tell me about this uh, uh, Gambit game mode? That uh, That's all I really know. It's a new game mode. Uh, that and something about PvP would be mixed in with PvE. What's going oh, yeah. on here? More, more PvE with PvP. So uh, the gist of it, without going into the... Uh, the details so much you kill enemies you pick up these things called modes of light and you have to bank these modes of light you get up to 75 modes of light you summon a boss you kill the boss you win during all of that um, at certain intervals of uh, I think 25 and 50 modes of light a portal opens sending you to the opponent's side so you're competing actively against an opponent who are also trying to gather these modes of light to summon their boss but at random times a portal can open one person can go through who's uh, heavily shielded and can try and uh, kill people who are and prevent them from banking these modes. So if I'm carrying five modes and I get killed by an enemy invader or even a regular enemy, I lose all those modes. Yeah. And when the final boss comes out, let's say we've done half damage to the boss, boss is at uh, half health, we get invaded and the guy kills all of us, it heals the, uh, the final boss. He can heal them too? Yeah, oh, the, the boss gets healed only when we're killed by an invader. And I can so, say, yeah, from the bit I played it to, uh, it was absolute chaos. I felt like mm -hmm. it was definitely entertaining, but oh man, was it chaotic because everyone really didn't know. It was very early on, it dropped, and I was playing within the first hour of it dropping, and nobody really knew what was going on. There was bad connection issues going on, yep. and so we were just jumping around trying to figure it out. Taken were there for some reason, even though yep. they weren't. Like, you can spawn Taken, I guess, onto the other people's bank area uh, at a certain mode of light threshold. Yep. But yeah, no, it was absolutely wild. Yeah, so it's a fun, it's, it's a game mode that feels like destiny it's it's unique to destiny in the sense that it has all the elements that made people fall in love with destiny it's chaotic it's fast but with a full coordinated team uh there's really not much that you can't do and it yeah. works really well um there have been very clutch moments and there was even a uh, gambit exhibition yes on uh friday uh live from uh, seattle that uh, bungie hosted so okay. they had uh, Ooh, on either, they had two teams they had two teams uh, on either team there were two streamers popular streamers and then there was one basketball player and one uh, musician music artist <laughs> so it was a, more of a publicity exhibition thing but Vic Mensa, Dylan Francis and I can't remember the basketball player's name to save my life NBA is not my thing and you had the four streamers were uh, Optic Diesel uh, I don't I don't know what game he primarily plays, but he started playing Destiny recently. The True Vanguard, who's a Destiny 1 OG sniping master, uh, started off on YouTube, now streams. Miss 5000 Watts, fantastic player, Shrifty 5. And yeah, no, it was a great event, and Gambit is going to be a good mode. And they just have to keep adding to it, and it's a good mode to get into like our weekly rotation once Forsaken drops. 
And another thing I did want to say real quick, actually, just in regards to Destiny 2 in general, because of course I'm coming back into the game after I looked and the last time I played Destiny was 2015, 2016, was when I really played the original. And uh, just starting off in Destiny 2, I might have some of the DLC, so this this is keep that in mind. I might not though, I might just be level 20 and just hit cap, but I thought I was 21, could be mistaken. But either way, what I felt is, as far as the base game goes, I can see the concerns about lack of content uh, very early on in terms oh, yeah. of, you know, it's even with the adventure side missions and such it's not in a very very lengthy story plus adventures or anything you've like got that. you've got 10 hours and you're already halfway in the uh, destiny destiny 2 release in september dlc came out in december and yeah. there was really not much more than that plus yeah. the raid yeah that's all there was and mind you i'm doing every adventure too i would have been done with the story probably if i was uh what's it called if i went right through and the other thing that really got me is they get, took so long and I didn't even do it the natural way. Why didn't they give me a Sparrow early? What is with that? It really was actually bothering me that all these levels and all these worlds were designed with Sparrows in mind and moving around with Sparrows and having you even walk the distance once you get to Nasus, I think it was, and IO. Yeah, uh, yeah. But they don't give you a Sparrow. I think I ended up getting mine. Via, yeah, funnily uh, enough, if you, the, yeah, if you hit the level cap first yeah. before you do any of it, you get the Sparrow. Yeah, That's that's what actually happened. So I did mm -hmm. get a Sparrow that way. Uh, so apparently besides that, you get one at the end of the story, which yeah, felt... If you go traditionally you get one at the end of the campaign yeah, yeah. i really should have had that some sooner. questionable some questionable design decision uh, like choices but uh that broke me because uh i was playing with my best friend and oddly enough his sister started joining so it was like a whole new experience and uh oh you know we're doing story beats on my end and i'm just running forward to subjective and they're just shooting forward on sparrows and just saying like what's going on here and, you know it's like hurry up loser i'm like come on i you know i gotta i'm, I'm only level six so what's going on here guys come on be nice to me but you know it's like oh we got to get you the level 20 asap if you want to you know be able to go fast and it's like i want to go fast i want to collect rings i want to go as fast as i can um but yeah no that's Destiny 2 on my end. I'm Destiny 2. Not sure how much I'm going to play of the expansion next week because of how busy I will be, but expect like a full breakdown like the week after. Yeah. Oh, I'm not sure. Oh, Have yeah. you considered dropping out of school to play Destiny for one week? Uh, no, just I, dropping I wanna, out of life. No, I want to no, I want to be alive. <laughs> I mean, it's overrated. You can live forever if you play Destiny 2. Not not in an Indian family. I mean, if, no, if not you, how that you, works. You do live in Canada, <laughs> so those immortality pills can come like yeah. really quickly, man. So yeah, it's but like, legally, I'd I'd have to leave. Oh, ooh. I mean, That's I mean, true. Michigan's like halfway into Canada, so I mean, if you want to hop over to the, the Upper Peninsula, we can work something through Sault Ste. Marie. I mean, I didn't they, invite um, you to Rhode Island, but there's only like three houses, and they're pretty full. So yeah, they're yeah, very uh, very dominated. Uh, talking about show. America is uh, is uh, is a bit of a a topic so moving on <laughs> okay okay as a, that's all i'm gonna say as a brown bearded man moving there you on. go all right fair enough fine play this game <laughs> anyways like i said i got a cattle prod with your name on it though nick so i'm sorry that to put the heat on you over already <laughs> mercy oh uh, we 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 got about another seven minutes before i can go in detail what i'm going to do with that cattle prod however we do have what is called the, the nick switch initiative and topic this week is going to be Star Fox. Yep. I, how are you feeling about Star Fox? Do you, do you know about the, the Star Fox? Um, I believe so. Okay, cool. Uh, just a, a warm-up question. This is a meme. Yep. Uh, who says do a barrel roll? Or Sorry, let me try that again. Who says do a barrel roll? Isn't it uh, one of the commanders? Uh, 
Is it one of the characters in the game? Yes. The answer is yes. Uh, do you know which one, though? I don't know. Like, the names, they're just, like, the names went well beyond me, so I can't even answer most of the names. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, that, that gives oh. me a good insight to my uh, my quiz, then. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just mess. I seriously don't know who says that. I think it's Slip the Toad. <laughs> I think it's Slip it, yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Uh, that that would have been a cam-covering question. Don't worry. We'll, we'll give you a bonus on this one. So, yes, we got Star Fox. We do have five questions. I would like to throw out my disclaimer this is special this time uh two of these questions was given by maria uh aka the guest uh on our previous podcast and uh she was uh generous in the difficulty and i am more than happy to pass that on to you i will let you know and i was like hey this is a maria question and uh okay. we'll see what's going on here thankfully uh i try to you know taste the uh not taste uh test the water of the pool i probably shouldn't taste it you know ah, clearly you never know might could, could add a couple more chemicals. Once is not going to kill you. Uh, okay, then we'll see about that. <laughs> so let us begin, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be the Nick Switch Initiative for Star Fox. As per the usual rules, we have five questions. You need three of them to get right. Or in this case, uh, we say three, but in fact, you need three points. And sometimes we pull some weird moments out of our butts. So we got that going on. Uh, Cam is going to be able to help out Nick here with at least two of those questions. I would like to clarify the rules on this one. Cam is allowed to say, I feel good about this one, or I don't feel confident on answering this one. That way, if Nick wants to call in on that one, that way, you know, it's like, if yeah. Nick calls Cam in and you're like, I don't know squat here, you're screwed. I, I feel like that'd be unfair. So, oh, yeah. and obviously if Cam has any good number of facts that he wants to give, you know, throughout the course of the thing, he's welcome to. <laughs> All right. So Nick, are you ready for question number one? Yes, sir. Okay. This is going to be a multiple choice. Question number one. Who is said to be the creator of Star Fox? Is it A, and these are all Japanese names, so I'm very yeah. sorry. Uh, Takashi Tezuka. B, Eji Unuma. C, Takaya Imamura. Or D, our old boy, Shigeru Miyamoto. Um, Tyler. Uh, yes. You know, I just want to say... Through, throughout the last week, I went to a fair, but also the answer is D, Shigeru Miyamoto. Oh, uh, tell me about this fair. Did you uh, have fun? Did you drink the beer well, that you told me? Well, about? first, actually, I had a blackberry bourbon ale, and that nice. was really, really good. But I will say this North Americans are on another level. Deep fried Oreos, deep fried sticks of butter. Yeah, deep fried <laughs> sticks of butter. I mean, deep, fried, deep fried burgers. You want to take something that's already dense and heavy as it is and make it denser and heavier. No, I'm. I had. I had. The, I had the deep fried onion. That was good because it was topped with chicken and sauces and cheese, and that was nice. Like I can understand that because onion rigs is, exist. Yeah, yeah. Right? So it's like okay, it's just a big onion ring. Okay. If, if you don't threaten the integrity of your toilet, you're doing it wrong at a fair. Oh, yeah. Okay. Chocolate dipped bacon. Chocolate dipped bacon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pickle mm-hmm. juice shots. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the answer D for Shigeru Miyamoto, I just want to confirm, is that your final answer? Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, Nick has his first point on the Star Fox quiz. I wanted to give a nice warm-up question. Actually, I gave you one already, so that was my easy one. However, don't you worry. Uh, Maria's first hard-hitting question, which I hope you get right. Question number two by Maria, and I told her that I'd try to do her voice, so... Uh, <clears throat> 
On what planet no. was this ship Wolfen first seen? Could you say that in a normal voice? Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, on what planet was the ship Wolfen first seen? Uh, was it A, Corneria, B, Vecina, or Vecina? I don't know how to pronounce that one. C, Aquas, or D, Fortuna? The ship Wolfen, which I believe was the ship of uh, Star Fox's uh, rival team, the Star Wolf, that was first seen on this planet. I want to say B. Okay. And uh, are you feeling confident on this one? Not really, but let's say B. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Nick says that the ship Wolfen was first seen on B, Fichina, 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 I don't know what the heck that is. It doesn't matter because the answer was right. That is in uh, fact correct. Good job. Good save. Wow, good save. was that on the wiki? That's kind of deep for a, that's that, deep that, for a surface wiki. Okay. Yeah, I, I double checked because I wanted to make sure and yeah. I looked and I was like, yeah, and uh, I believe it was the uh, Star Fox 2. It was supposed to be Star Fox 2 was the first appearance of Wolfen and the Star Wolf team. And it mentions that it's on uh, Fichina. But it's like, actually, since uh, Star Fox 2 didn't come out until like last year, thanks yep. to the Super Nintendo uh, Classic, <laughs> uh, Wolfen was in fact first seen on uh, Star Fox 64, which I believe was also, ironically enough, on Pachina. So it worked out, and, you know, I was worried about that trick question right there. I was like, ooh, gotta be careful. My really only strategy was, I already picked D in the last question, so B seemed like a good choice. There you ooh, go. Ooh, you're trying to play my own game. Okay. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to mess with you right here and now, then. Question <laughs> number three, I have multiple choice. Okay. What is the name of the aircraft and land-based vehicles that recur in the Star Fox series? So I need two answers from you. Oh, the two different. You're saying the two different vehicles? Uh, there's two different vehicles. One for the air, one for the ground. Yep. What are the names for these two vehicles? Well, you know, as as we've covered uh, in plenty of video games, we've got the Warthog in Halo. We've got the Sparrow in Destiny. You've got the Pelican in Halo as well. I only know Halo uh, vehicle names, but I, I do know that the Star Fox is. Um, the R-Wing, that's the ship, and you've got the Landmaster, that's the tank. So about this fair, uh, you said you tried a uh, cool ale. Is there anything else, you know, deep-fried stuff? Just um, Not deep-fried stuff, but I had a lime tequila slushy. Oh. He actually, he also, don't forget, had a side of victory. Hey! Yeah, no kidding. That was an uh, easy one. Man, I am just handing you these ones. Yes, I know, I know. Don't worry, uh, Cam, you'll be doing the quiz next week, so we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> I, can, we get a, can we get an F in chat for Tyler, please? Also, yeah. I've never actually played a Star Fox game. Yeah. An F in, I've, never seen, I've never seen a Star Fox game. Look, if you asked me what planet the ship Wolfen was first seen on, I would have not known because I've never played a Star Fox game besides Star Fox 64, and that was just multiplayer. Mm. And I would have known Arween and Landmaster personally just because of uh, you know my play with Super Smash Brothers because I know what an Arween is. And you know every time the Star Fox, uh, Falco, and Wolfen, you know they do their Super Smash attack, they're like Landmaster, and then a giant you know tank comes crashing down so we have to consider that all he has to do is read the article so we have to be careful with that in mind because if you could just read the, the header you, I, want, I want to know what yeah. the um the rest of the questions were yeah oh yeah. It's, it's okay i'm gonna make those worse for you because question number four <laughs> if you get wrong you lose a point Ooh, all right Ooh, okay and okay. this is maria's second question i like to think it's yeah. the hardest one she has so i won't do her a normal voice there i'm just going to do it in my voice sorry maria uh what name or names because uh, there's multiple answers, I'll let you pick one, was given to Star Fox when it was released in the PAL region due to issues with a Germany company called Star Vox. Oh, adjust glasses. Oh, um, oh, oh. <laughs> one, of them, one of them I know is Lilat Wars. Okay. 
And what's the other one? Because I need both of them now. <laughs> um, I'm. Hmm. <clears throat> one was Lilac Boars, and the other one was. Cam, is your glasses still uh, flashing right now? No. Oh, it was just that one that uh, Lilac Wars. That one, yeah. It's, no, um, yeah, it's Star something. I, I I can tell you that much. It's Star. I'm reaching into the the recesses here. Uh, I can't help you on this one. No, I, I give up. Yeah, but I know Lilac Wars is one of them. Uh, that that is true. And I did say I'd give you one or the other. And you know I'm just full of crap no matter what I say in this situation. Also, I just want to say for the record, five uh, and a four and a three and a two. And was, I'm actually a one, so one. Welcome to the nightclub, where things might be a little bit not safe for work. If you got children around, you probably should enjoy this later. But don't worry, we'll be waiting for you. Oh. This is fucking bullshit, I just oh, want to say. Yeah. Right. This is right. ridiculous, how fucking See, good. That 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 little break I took last week really rejuvenated me, and I needed that after that... that, that um, monster of a midterm. Yeah, no kidding. What was the other name, by the way, real quick? Uh, just for the record, uh, the answer was Starwing. Oh, okay. Starwing. That's right. what it was. I'm like, oh, Nick was on okay. the right track when he said it started with Star. In fact, it does. And uh, the last one, because I thought number four would just destroy you right here, I give you another easy one. So let's wrap it up. Question number five Which of these games did Star Fox not have any presence in? Is it A, WarioWare? B. Starlink. Battle for Atlas. C. Super Mario Maker. And D. Super Metroid. Okay, yeah, see, I would have, I would have gotten this one wrong. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, so this no. question, you'll lose three points if you get this one. <laughs> Yo, call and assistance. We'll do it together. Oh, All right, Cam, tagging you in. Okay, so it's burning red. Starlink Battle for Atlas is an upcoming Ubisoft game. Star Fox is in it as a character, so that's it's not that one. Uh, I don't know WarioWare. That's the problem because WarioWare could have, and I also. Still haven't played Super Metroid. I don't know. I don't know about the others. Uh, what do you have? WarioWare, Super Metroid, and what was the other one? I finally got my revenge with this question. This is so satisfying <laughs> that the, the vape itself is clearing. Just, oh, I'm so happy. Uh, WarioWare, Starlink, Super Mario Maker, yeah. Super Metroid. Boy, I have no idea. Um, I, could ah, see, yes! I could see Super Mario Maker having Star Fox stuff in it because that was right around the time that Star Fox for Wii U came out, Star Fox Zero. So I could see there being some stuff. Uh, but then again, Super Metroid, I think it was a bit pre. I think Super Metroid might have been pre-Star Fox. God, I don't remember. I don't remember my dates back then. Ooh. Star Fox came out in 93. I don't know when the first... Uh, I don't know when oh, Metroid, Metroid. I think I didn't have that for a question. Jeez. Well, because... All right. So in terms, here's the thing. That, all right. So first off, I got to say, full disclosure, disappointed. There's not a Super FX chip, chip question. I was, I was waiting a for a Super FX, FX chip too. So was I. So was I. And I knew you guys would too. So I was cutting out completely. Uh, I do have a, a random bonus question. Uh, it was a true or false. But I'll save for afterwards. Uh, go so, for Super Metroid. Go for Super Metroid, Tyler. Or not Tyler, Nick. Yeah, I'll go for Super Metroid by Let's all means. Metroid. Let's say Super Metroid. Okay. Uh, so Super Metroid it did not have any Star Fox presence in it. I do believe you're correct that Super, uh, sorry, Star Fox did come out after Super Metroid. I'm not 100% sure, but it definitely would have came later into the uh, series, I like to think. Because I thought Super Metroid was like 91, 92. I might be wrong on that, though. Uh, Super Mario Maker, I'm pretty sure they had like a stamp or like a little character you could turn into. Starlink, uh, you know, came out recently or is coming out recently and has already mentioned Star Fox. And WarioWare, I don't believe, I think it might be the Wii One Smooth Moves where you, there is a thing where you get to hold the uh, the Wiimote where you can play a Star Fox game. Mm, okay. 
And just for funs and giggles, a optional, you know, I, I've hit the Grand Slam. I'm going to do the runaround. Uh, true or false? Did Ocarina of Time ever have any kind of correlation to Star Fox? I have no idea about that one. Aha. But uh-huh. I have activated my trap card and I'm going to say I don't know. And I say true. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a 50-50. It is, oh, uh, it is, in fact, true. Uh, in, the, okay. in the beta testing of Ocarina of Time, and this can only be accessed with GameCube, or not GameCube, uh, GameShark codes, uh, they introduced a active AI with an R-Wing that will attack Link if you, uh, you know, oh. if you summon it with the GameShark. Wow, pretty cool. And, and so one of the things I was pointing out with uh, Chaos Mode for Ocarina of Time is uh, occasionally the GameShark code will activate to where if you break a pot instead of a rupee, a little tiny R-Wing will start flying around and shooting at you, and it's horrific. Oh, man. And, so uh that is the quiz nick has won congratulations that is 120 dollars or not 100 <laughs> sorry oh a little too big there uh 20 coming your way i do believe we were at 151 that would put you at 171 that's an insane number it's getting plus, there plus uh for some reason my wife handed me four dollars and i threw it into the jar so you're now at 175 so you're collecting a uh, little interest here and there 175 you are well over one half of the way to getting yourself a nintendo switch so congratulations nick good job yeah. that that was confidence because let's be honest any joe Smo that looked at this quiz i feel like they would have had a challenge but you put the effort you studied you learned you are now uh, i'm yeah i'm getting i'm getting into the the mood for school again right so star fox uh, aficionado of sorts yeah, now to actually play a star fox game yep point of clarification though i just did look it up just want to make sure we're straight on this of uh, course. super metroid was 93 and so, what's it called yeah super no sorry star fox was 93 super metroid is nice so super metroid did come after uh but Ooh. the reason yeah i was rooted up by that too because it just i guess it used the super fx chip and that was in place at that point but then metroid decided not to use it because they didn't have to do any sort of 3d interesting rendering. so uh yeah it just came later good catch good save so we have that for the uh next switch initiative let's nick you know what you know what bothers me um that we're not really fucking swearing much yeah we're not we are not we oh i mean that's I'm gonna <laughs> we say, don't have to swim, but if we want to talk about my favorite game, Arc- the name of this game is Redacted. Who I can talk all about it. It's oh, true. Such a great shit show of a game. Anyways, uh, let's go over to the news topic now. Uh, there was some discussion about this. Uh, I think, uh, as an agreement amongst Casual Master Quest, uh, some of us get our news different ways, and quite frankly, uh, most people that listen to us, they listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, I'd like to think. And if they want video game news, they got definitely highly reputable sources that give it to them. Mm, and it, that wonderful into the video game. I've heard they're great. Yes. Uh, yeah. Cam does run his own show known as into the video game. And if <laughs> Never you heard want of good topical information about video games, that is absolute where we as casual master quest would like to recommend. However, there are some, uh, you know, articles that kind of go under the scenes that get missed over and it's very disappointing. And I'd like to use casual master quest as a, a, a platform of sorts to help bring them to light every now and then. Uh, for example, we do have one article today, and uh, this is not, in fact, the article. I'm going to say it out loud. Uh, kid makes video game at age 15. Uh, bitch ass likely to get sued by Nintendo very, very soon. So <laughs> there is uh, a little bit of talk to the story. And uh, does anybody want to take it away before I start uh, spewing nonsense about it? I'll just say 15-year-old made a Roblox mod about a hungry Pikachu, and you have to buy really expensive guns, and kids are dumb and bought a bunch. So Yes. Uh Mr. Dominic Carroll, age 15 right now, 
Uh, apparently has a filthy rich uh, family right now because in his bedroom he has you know the beautiful setup that setup that would just make me oh I like I dream about this kind of stuff like it's, it's pretty good and he is the kind of guy that used to play games like Fortnite and whatnot and other games that would require you know silly microtransactions that would just suck your soul out of money and you'd you know eventually steal your mom's credit card and this kid apparently took it one step further because he got the galaxy brain. Because not only did he play Titan on Destiny 2, he also realized that he could make his own game to where he, instead of buying you know stuff from the game, he's now going to sell it. And as uh, Cam suggested, it's called uh, A Very Hungry Pikachu, which if you ever look at the uh, the boss of this Pikachu in this article, thank you, thisweeknews.com, uh, it's pretty much a large ball with a horrific-looking cartoonist version of what looks like the moon face from Majora's Mask. And a couple of Pikachu ears to boot. It doesn't really look like Pikachu, but they called it Pikachu. And I do have to say that the second I heard the name of the game, I had a little internal shock because I suddenly had flashbacks to a bunch of like scary fuck. What's it called? Fucking like Vore. Uh, what's it called? Fanfic and shit oh, that I've Lord. like that have always been posted around where it's like a very hungry Pikachu. I'm like, no, <laughs> like, oh boy, dark, darkness. Don't go there. Don't go there. Yes, the object of uh, the object. Uh, I'm saying this fictitiously, so don't you know? Don't take me for real here. It's, you know, it's a game where it's like, oh god, you got to escape inside Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, don't get bored by Pikachu. Oh, um, don't do it. I will say this about the kid. Uh, ethics aside, he's smart. Oh yeah, apart very from smart. like the coding, like yeah. marketing, advertising, he thought of it all really well. And looking at the pictures in the article, um, all I will say is that the T-shirt, the polo shirt that he's wearing, there's a St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital logo <gasps> in the corner. Oh. And all I want to say is that he's probably used some of his smartness yep. to help yep. other kids. Yeah. And so, so that's going to be my only takeaway from that. So when uh, Nintendo comes swooping in to take all his money, he's like, "I'm sorry, I actually was a good person. I gave it to you, you know, yeah. research." And so uh, he well, was not, not all there. of it. Like if you read, like at the end of the article, it says, "Oh, he invested into stocks and he yeah. bought most of his own stuff, and he's setting himself up." But the fact that he even did, like, even if it was just a one thing, right? That's sort of like enough of like a tiny redeeming quality for a kid at his age, because money at such a young age will lead to a whole bunch of things. Look at Justin Bieber; nobody wants him anymore, especially not us Canadians. And we'll take anybody. <laughs> and let's be honest too. I mean, better that that stupid dumb Roblox money goes to cancer research than stupid dumb Roblox stuff. So, yeah, that's yeah. very true. Uh, there's a couple of statistics that I'd like to uh, throw out here. Uh, apparently, there's been 19 million plays of this game. Uh, he has a gun that uh, is a premium tool to take down Pikachu. Uh, you know, uh, interesting Nintendo tool of choice. Only costing $12.50 and has oh, been good. purchased 5,000 times, which uh, I can't do the math on that to make too much sense, but that's pushing about $60,000 if I were to take a guess, <laughs> uh, if not more. And then there is a, uh, a rocket launcher for only $2.20, which uh, the scheme here seems kind of weird. That must be a really cool gun for twelve fifty. Yeah. Uh, that 18,000 kids has bought. And uh, apparently it was a dollar. He raised the price afterwards because money is good. Yeah. And uh, he apparently also made a second game. Didn't quite go so well. It only it only got 124,000 visits yeah. versus the 19 million. So you know couldn't quite make the uh you know the big thing well like he said himself actually the game itself the second game he made didn't do well because it had too many features and it might have actually been a competent game the difference being that you can make a competent game and then not sell and then stupid dumb garbage and they'll sell a lot because it's stupid dumb garbage so that's kind of where you all, have to all i'm hearing are like distant echoes like of ea and oh i was gonna say i'm hearing distant echoes boxes. of dogs because i have dogs everywhere but <laughs> Maybe but, it's the yeah, same yeah. thing because they're all no, bitches. Ethic, ethically, 
that's all I can hear. Uh, microtransaction, loot boxes, Battlefront 2, EA. He'll yeah. fit, fit in well over He'll there. He'll fit in well. No, props to him, though. Honestly, I like that. I, I respect this a ton, that he can go out there, make this game, and make a business yeah. basically out of this very early on. Uh, not even ethically am I, like, opposed to this. I'm more mad at the people buying the stuff. Like, I'm not mad at him for putting it out there. I'm mad at the people for buying it. I'm mad at the... Yeah. the, no, the he said I was, $12 on a 10 unquote, I was actually spending money on stupid things like this. Oh, yeah. I was one of these kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess the, the big question is, in my head, uh, two things. Do you think it would have ever taken off if uh, it used, like, uh, something that was nondescript, uh, like a self-made enemy instead of a Pikachu? Um, probably, maybe, because, like, it's pr- probably still, like, the core concept of being chased around and, like, a city-destroying player-eating monster that you have to beat is entertaining. But, yeah, Pikachu helps. Let's say if uh, it turned it instead of yellow, make it like light purple and put reindeer antlers on it or something. I feel like uh, it would have taken a little bit longer, but the core concept would have been still interesting enough. Mm-hmm. Like at this point, if Nintendo kind of, you know, gave him the uh, season desist and he just changed the thing to a very hungry reindeer uh, <laughs> that, you know, may not look like a nondescript uh, brown Pikachu. Uh, cough, cough. And uh, I still think he would uh, hit it big. And uh, it looks like in 2017, uh, the reason why he got so big is because a popular YouTuber with millions of followers. I don't know who could that be, but, you know, one of the ten. Oh, uh, God. Yeah. uh, Apparently, he started playing this game and, you know, spent money on it. And that's what helped take it off. So, you know, as we can all agree, uh, kudos to uh, Mr. Carroll here at age 15, making such a great game that made a big hitter. Uh, I would change that as soon as you can for Nintendo uh, either chains you to their development team to oh, no, uh, they would never do that. That'd be too smart. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, <laughs> so that's, that's crazy. What am I suggesting? Yeah, here? they'd sue you instead instead of using your talent to to make a different version of their game with their IP. They'd sue oh. you instead. <laughs> they drain you dry. We're not talking about Sega. We're talking about Pokemon Company. So I don't say yeah. there's too much intelligence here. See, Sega's uh, smart. So <laughs> that's right. Uh, I'm assuming you're referring to Sonic Mania. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. And look good what pull, it did for them. Pull. Isn't that wonderful? It did. I think the thing it did okay for them. Oh, yeah. No, I'm saying good job. Christian Whitehead and that team were fan game creators. Instead of suing the hell out of them, Sega decided, hey, let's bring them on. And guess what? They made the best Sega game. They were made the best Sonic game since the 90s. So. Oh, come on. Sonic Boom Colors is a great game, man. I, <laughs> Sonic, I feel like it's a- what is Sonic Boom Colors? Wait, you, you never heard of the uh, the Sonic Boom trilogy? These co- no, Colors is a separate game. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, it's not part of it. So I'm like, what is that? Wait, is Tyler. it? I thought Sonic Boom had, like, it was like Sonic Boom and then this. And so, like, Sonic Boom, Fire and Ice and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but Colors is completely different. Colors is just Sonic Colors. I'm I'm showing the fact that I have not touched the Sonic games since Sonic the Hedgehog for the Sega Genesis, and that's pretty (laughs) much it. Okay, no, that's fine with me. Also, I think uh, Sonic 06 is a great game for the... I hope it's a joke. It's it's a terrible joke. Yeah. I'm going to say, let's be real here. Let's be fair. I'm going to say it's on the same level as uh, Persona 4. So So, we got the topic of the show. I'm sorry. I'm just, you know, I'm messing with you. Uh, <laughs> topic of the show. Uh, I thought this was an important thing because uh, it's been cropping up every now and then with people, but not really giving the full appreciation I think it deserves. Should the concept of exclusive games still continue? Now, it's a really weirdly worded thing, but, you know, the long story short, should uh, companies still do exclusive games? And uh, is that financially responsible of them, or could they potentially consider, you know, the more they spread, the better it will get for, you know, their company? And this is a two-sided question I want to point out, because uh, if you think about it, there's going to be two completely different point of views for companies that run their own consoles mm-hmm. and people that, you know, simply make the games. 
So which one should we focus on first here? Because, you know, we can make an incredible case for either one. Companies are saying consoles. Yeah, yeah. I think we should just go for both, honestly, because I think the answer is the same. Oh, really? Okay, fair enough. Okay. Uh, Cam, let's focus first on the console-owned uh, companies first. Uh, do you think exclusive games should continue for them? And if so, uh, why? Yeah, so I'm a fan or of exclusives. Not why, too, I guess. Yep. I'm a fan of exclusives. Like I do enjoy exclusives because I'm a collector. So they give me reason to buy the console. That's kind of roundabout thinking though. I recognize that. I think for the pure consumer standpoint, it's good not to have exclusive exclusives because you buy one piece of hardware and then you're set right at that base level. That's fair. What I would say in the opposite sense in opposition is that exclusives are almost necessary. I feel like in terms of competition within the industry and are a a necessary development even i would say too because considering we do have people who are working against each other for your money and opposing each other for your sales it's it's not going to be the case that everyone's going to kind of do a nuclear disarmament and if we're going to consider exclusives the nuclear option uh, but that worked in Gear solid five where everybody <laughs> if everybody broke up their uh, nukes uh, we'd get this cool cutscene that we didn't have to data buy or data mine otherwise yeah the difference for that was everybody didn't choose to get rid of their nukes you could force other people to get rid of their nukes it was so, so good. You, could, you could force them with force but uh i think the idea is the same where it's like nobody wants to both denuclearize or in this case nobody wants to both get rid of exclusives because they're great draws to their respective consoles so if microsoft for example said hey we're not doing exclusives anymore sony would be like haha advantage for us right or nintendo would be like haha advantage for us so considering they're in competition i do think it's necessary i would say too this was actually attempted in the past uh, way, way, way back when, I always get the console mixed up. It was either the CDI or the 3DO. I forget which one it was, but the idea behind the console itself was that, and I think it might have been the 3DO, uh, the idea was that it was going to bring together all the developers under one console. And there would only be one video game console. That Great idea. That can't every, get monopolized at all. Mm -hmm, every six or seven years and everybody could make games for it. And uh, of course that didn't work because everybody wanted their own slice of the pie in terms of consoles and in terms of all that stuff. So I do think it's a necessity uh, from that perspective. And uh, then if we want to talk to about the uh, non-console maker, we can talk about that as well. Uh, around the table real quick though, yeah. Nick, uh, agree or disagree to Cam's thoughts here? Um, to the most part, I agree. Um, I don't think they should be exclusive, but it's going to happen anyways. And it's a smart financial move to have exclusive content, to have people buy your console over the other. Mm -hmm. um, but lately, we've been seeing uh, console makers collaborating on different games, on games that they know will have wide reaches. So particularly, I'm talking about Fortnite, where we've had Nintendo and uh, Microsoft team up. Um, sorry. My issue, my biggest issue, is with destiny mm -hmm. so the ps4 uh, yeah i heard about has this. exclusive content yeah mm. which is bullshit because Absolutely. we 100%. pay we pay the same price regardless of what whether you're playing on pc xbox or ps4 we all pay the same price but ps4 gets exclusive content and that's from maps to yep. missions to weapons and, and sometimes they're, <laughs> and sometimes they're time gated and a lot of times they're not and so we never see the daylight with these weapons or maps or missions so why are people on xbox or pc playing more for a game that has less in it I arguably say... arguably the weapons are trash like they're actually fucking useless <laughs> but they're still getting more than we yeah. are for the same it's price. the principle it's the I principle think... of the matter the way I think about that is kind of in the opposite direction, which is for that to happen, right? For exclusive content to happen, generally what happens is Sony paid extra to get that exclusive content. So they paid more via their licensing fees and publishing fees and things like that, right? So the idea is not, I wouldn't think of it as 
we have less. It's that PS4 has more because Sony upfronted that cost for its buyers and charge the PlayStation players more. Like regardless, <laughs> you're still you're still creating no, you're still creating dissonance within the community. Yes, you do. Right? And for any game to any game like this to fa- uh, function properly in the long run, you need to keep the community happy to a certain extent, right? So like I get that. Like sure, they paid more, yeah. whatever, but you can keep a happy community. The game thrives, right? Anything yeah. for games like this, uh, you need. Um, you, you, whatever makes the consumer happy in MMO games, any style of MMO or like massive like you know game like this, whatever decision benefits the consumer in the long run will keep the game alive. I agree. I think though that I mean just to confirm, Destiny doesn't have crossplay, does it? No, no it doesn't. Okay, it, so. it, it, it 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 means a no. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, no. We need we need to have dedicated servers for that, and we've been asking that mm-hmm. since Destiny one day one year one. It's Cam- never gonna happen. Because I think that if we did, I agree with you, if it was crossplay, I agree with you, because then certain people just would not have access to content. But because there's no crossplay, everybody will have the access to the same abil- the abilities and items as the people they are playing with, necessarily, because there's no crossplay. Uh, so that's I one of the things. A couple of notes uh, aside here. Cam and I will never be able to play Nick uh, or play. Well, we can play Nick like a fiddle, but uh, we can't play with Nick at this rate. But I do have a question. You might know this one, Nick, better than both of us. Uh, are we, if we were to say uh, buy Destiny Two on the PC, would we be able to access our uh, our guardians? Nope. So nope. it's Dark completely fresh. locked. Okay, yep. so it's not even like Warframe where you can do like a one-time transfer yeah. or anything. It's your it's completely you start fresh. Oof, mm. that's too bad. Even uh, if you get it on the Xbox, you start fresh. Thank you, Activision. Okay, so <laughs> uh, over in my end, uh, in terms of companies that run and own consoles uh, i i think it's a, a simple and you know just from a financial and the need to keep competitive yeah yes they need to have their own exclusive games obviously they also want to welcome any third party and second party as much as they can but from a financial standpoint if they make their own console and if they make their own exclusive games that they you know turn into multi-console what's stopping them from you know playing their other things the the only thing that i feel like that could stop it would either be uh novelty connections such as controllers or whatnot just that just makes it almost impossible like it'd be kind of hard to play uh i don't know uh let's say mario tennis aces or something like that with uh on the xbox one because you're trying to aim and whatnot it's like uh, it's physically very difficult and the you know it would be much more natural to play it on the switch but at the same time i feel like uh that is such a, a gimmicky slim amount that would just stop it from doing harm to any company that otherwise could keep it for themselves and uh i think that should uh transition us to over what well what about the companies that do it you know they don't have any you know maybe loyalties to certain uh, consoles due to you know history but well you know people that could potentially make uh multi-console games that do it exclusively you know through the power of money and whatnot should they keep doing that is that financially smart in their end and i'm going to push it over to nick this time Nick, what do you think about this? Uh, depends on the company. So let's take uh, Bungie as an example. Uh, there are plenty of other bigger companies similar to Bungie. Uh, the kind of game that they're trying to build, uh, it would make sense putting aside the exclusive content or like the items. You can't limit yourself to just the one player base, right? Because you're making this massive, big world. It's, it's hard for me to describe it because I can think about smaller indie game devs uh, signing exclusivity rights because it's just about who gives them more money. 
for a fantastic game they're building. Yep. But when you're talking about something like, uh, let's let's find a game with crossplay. Let's say Fortnite. Fortnite's a perfect game. Like when you're talking about a game like that, and when Fortnite sees an opportunity for them to get as much money as possible through all their uh, microtransactions in game, limiting themselves to just the one platform is only uh, is harmful for their own growth mm-hmm. and for the game's growth. Before we continue, I just want to make a small counterpoint though that. Fortnite is an incredible outlier when it comes to being on almost everything and, you know, being simply able to be played on most consoles. So I feel like using Fortnite as an example for your argument here, you know, it's like it's pretty reaching out there. Now, Fair enough. Um, I'm not saying you're wrong because I agree to an extent, but the, I'm, I'm, the problem is I'm trying to find an example that fits. And I guess the only one that maybe Warframe, um, I'm trying to think of large MMO games that allow RuneScape. Ah, no, I'm just messing up. Awesome. <laughs> we could talk about Rocket League, right? That does crossplay, doesn't it? Uh, does Rocket League have crossplay? No. I thought it did. Uh, uh, I mean, it might have crossplay between, you know, like uh, almost Fortnite style between, you know, Xbox and PC yeah, and yeah. all that stuff. But it, it's been uh, a very huge topic with uh, Cyanix. Yeah, not, not with, uh, but, know, okay, but yeah. CFDs is a Microsoft exclusive, so you can only play on the Xbox on the Windows. Basically, any it depends. It comes down to the agenda of the developers. If the developers want people to enjoy their game, then they'll make it available to every as many people as possible. But if a developer wants to let people enjoy the game, but they need the funds and it's a small indie game, uh, or they need specific hardware requirements, then they'll go to whoever has the best. It will offer the most. Cam, your thoughts. All right. So uh, I got a bit for this, and I think that it's maybe even more necessary for there to be exclusives in that space. And I think the reason why is because we have to have a, there's a couple things. One is the difference between the live service games, which I think can function that way, as Nick said, and the other games. So, for example, there's a couple of relationships between a developer and a publisher that can exist. But in most cases, money is being transferred. So, for example, I'm Sony. I see somebody's making a cool game over here. We want rights to it. So we're going to give them money for exclusivity. A lot of money goes and helps fund the development costs, the porting costs and revenue, like just creates a lot of revenue for them, of course and pays generally paychecks as well. Or the alternate scenario where, hey, company, make this game for us. Here's the money. They, like Sony has an idea in mind. They know they want to work with somebody, make this game for us. But in both cases, if that didn't exist, then the question becomes who gives them the money? Because if it's, things are going to be for all consoles, like are Microsoft and Sony both going to go down and say, hey, we're going to split it equally for you to have this game? Because that doesn't seem like it'd be the case. A lot of the exclusives at this point are being pushed by the idea of we can gain something, we can gain an edge over our competitor, we can gain more sales. So a God of War, for example, uh, even though that is Sony Santa Monica, say it wasn't. And what would happen to games like that? What would happen to platinum games where nobody is interested in platinum games exclusively? It'd be cool if they existed, but nobody's willing to front money so that it can be on everything else and also yours. That would be weird. And it'd also be weird to navigate a deal between Microsoft, Nintendo, and Sony to have it all equal parts for their consoles to fund these guys to make this game because Different publishers have different sort of qualifications in terms of compliance and in terms of, you know, what they want in the game because publishers have control over that. So without that, I feel like we lose a lot of double A games. I feel like we might lose a lot of single player games, which are, you know, primarily what I like to play because there'd be nobody willing to fund them as exclusives for their system. Mm. So okay. I think my thought there is they, they really need it, those types of companies. Uh, a lesser known outlier that I'd like to bring in, uh, not as quite as crazy as uh, Fortnite per se, but uh, Square Enix. Square Enix was in heavy cahoots with uh, originally kind of Nintendo, actually, Nintendo, yeah. but then uh, went to uh, PlayStation. But mm-hmm. they stayed with PlayStation for quite a while with uh, Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts games specifically, with occasional deals with Nintendo on the handhelds. 
However, uh, in the past, you know, I'd say five, six years, they certainly, uh, or I say it started and then suddenly, uh, startedly, good wordplay right there. Uh, they started making deals with Microsoft and saying, hey, we're on PlayStation and the Xbox now. And, uh, you know, breaking that kind of exclusivity with Sony feels like uh, they might lose money. But in the long run, they would be making more money just by the uh, customer base that they've expanded to. And so I know Cam liked to offer a very complicated and smart, you know, you were very logical about that. I'm a plain man when it comes to the thinking. Uh, I, in my head, it's like uh, if they lose the money that they would get from a single console uh, and instead make the money hopefully back by uh, having a higher uh, customer base through different uh, consoles, would that be beneficial for them in the long run? Uh, would they lose reputation with uh, certain companies or certain people by making a move like that? Well, I think that what it is is that things like Square Enix, we're talking about an enormous company that can completely fund their own games, develop their yeah. own games, and uh, they have all the infrastructure. So what I'm saying is the games, the lower tier, right? The Platinums, the, the AA studios, even a little less than Platinums as well. Indie studios, studios that rely on exclusivity deals and the money coming in and help from those big publishers might not get it because there was no, there's no reason for the publishers to give them the money if it's going to be to everything and again unless they can work out some sort of multi-arm deal which would be very bizarre in terms of who wants what in the game and might just come out to be a mess but i think like square enix totally has i, I would say this honestly square enix gained their money off of making exclusives and that that's one thing i would say they yeah. used exclusives to get where they are now and then now that they're where they are now they can make whatever they want and then now it becomes a different relationship where you know your activision blizzards your square enix your ubisoft your ea the the games become expected to be on the console and they're a mainstay of the console. It's not something that the console is going and saying, hey, can you make this for us? It's saying, oh, we know this is going to be on there. We'll just renew our usual deals. But that's only because they've gotten so big. So without that, there's no way to get them that big. So a question for you, Cam, if you could, and I won't hold you to any you know, yeah. approximations about how much money do you think a company would have to make to be considered able to break free of that uh, point there? where they no longer have to worry about, you know, getting exclusivity deals. Um, you know, I think a good barometer for that might we, actually we know Square Enix was what around six billion or something like that. So you know yeah, that that's way up yes. there. But. Well Ubisoft is yeah, I think it was that that group because there was a grouping of Ubisoft, Square Enix, uh, Epic Games, and a couple other things that were in between I think the eight to fourteen billion mark or six to fourteen billion mark in terms of just total assets. Uh, I think you might have to be, boy, honestly I'm thinking Ninja Theory in terms of just making Hellblade setting a sacrifice. You probably need to be at least there. But that was a lot of veterans of the industry as well. I mean that's a cold example considering they just got bought into exclusivity by Microsoft after their little stint of uh, like, hey, we're going to do PS4 exclusively. Yeah, but then it but, was on both. But then we're like, we're going to expand. We don't need exclusivity. We can expand to, oh gosh, Microsoft just scooped yeah, us up. Yeah, Microsoft scoops them up because they like them, right? It's the same sort of thing. Hey, look, here's an opportunity. Here's somebody who makes good games. You're ours now. And uh, they're going to probably grow, uh, hopefully grow because of that under Microsoft. But I think you need to be at least that level because if I remember correctly, I think Hellblade was self-funded on a very tight budget and uh, it was a very veteran team. That's the other thing. So they were very efficient with their money. They were very efficient with their time. Um, so you need to be right around there, I think. So you need to be a decently sized company. All right. Uh, any final thoughts? I mean, I guess I could say my bit, but I, well, I pretty much what covered my end. Yeah. Say. Uh, on a completely random side note, it's really sad to see such a great company like Ninja Theory, completely honest, completely smart. We're even willing to take uh, half the price that they could have charged for most uh, games and gotten you know, the same amount of money, if not more. 
And then I got scooped out by Microsoft. It's really depressing just thinking about that. No, it's that. wonderful. I love it. It's my favorite. Microsoft yeah, acquiring those studios like a all-encompassing blob. I love it. It's my favorite. I know, but <laughs> it, it, it's like it's such a great like i don't care if microsoft comes scooping out like hey i want to grab rare hey i want to grab uh you know this company this company and all of a sudden it's like it's picking my hometown my favorite one and everything it's like no don't do this and it's like ha 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 it's mine now and we're gonna desecrate it no well, i mean it's about Microsoft's time Microsoft good guys makes now. Some big dick plays yeah they're, they're good guys say, you have to trust them <laughs> microsoft, is microsoft officially the uh the chosen hero of the video game franchise right now uh, so far i think so so I mean, far i think so what, what does that put nintendo with is that the the neutral side character right now nintendo's doing no. what they've always been nintendo, doing nintendo's, nintendo's their own there yeah they're like i've never seen any uh correlation between it's always been microsoft and so on yeah like yeah. nintendo has always been they do their uh, own thing i i would i would use this word cautiously because mm-hmm. cam's here but nintendo's always been profitable in their own way like they've always just been doing their own thing and they yeah yeah okay yeah but like nintendo's just done their own thing and nobody's really bothered with them they're like canada of the video gaming industry they're <laughs> just sort of there they're nice you know if you want to collaborate collaborate if you don't want it yeah. that's fine we'll just do our own thing Nintendo's- um and then it's always been between uh you know um microsoft and sony Yep, I would Nintendo's say, been there before you, they will be there after you, and they'll be off doing their own thing and making millions of dollars. Nintendo's love, Nintendo's life. <laughs> so like they made the, I think their biggest uh, financial decision that they made was to chose not to do anything between the years 2013 and 2017, but <laughs> they worked on development for the Switch, I'd like to say probably around 2015, but they just took a couple years <laughs> off to like, let's not make anything, because honestly, <laughs> and uh, they uh, they did well, They uh, it paid off. Oh, so. Yeah game releases this week uh we got a couple of games coming out a couple of ones that we've mentioned before uh on september 4th we got two titles right here we got destiny 2 forsaken dlc which uh (laughs) i'm not excited for just yet because i'm not caught up to that point but i'm sure i'll get excited for it later on so hype yeah destiny 2 forsaken dlc this one you know it's gonna work guys uh dragon quest 11 or sorry x1 echoes of an elusive age Coming out for PS4. By the way, Destiny 2 DLC is coming out on well, everything but the Switch. Yeah. Pretty much. And Vita. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So Dragon Quest this is Dragon Quest 11 finally coming westward after, I want to say, almost two years of mm. being out in Japan. Uh, there are many versions of this game in Japan, and this should be something I'm on top of, 100% on top of, but I'm waiting because there's a Switch version. Smart move. And uh, people have been having very actually diverse thoughts about it. Some people have been praising it as like the, one of the best uh, Dragon Age games to come out on the side of the river or ocean. And then the couple of people are like, eh, there's actually a lot of repetition that uh, oh, yeah. might bring it down real quick uh, if you look past the shine of the, the, the game. You know what it is, is I actually think is Dragon Quest has had a little bit of a resurgence in popularity. Uh, it's always been there in the background in Japan. It's always been the most popular thing ever. But in the West, you know, we did get ports every once in a while on the PS2, but we got a lot of ones in the 3DS. We have this coming as a big game now to the West. We had Dragon Quest Heroes as well. Uh, we had Dragon Quest Builders. People are now knowing about Dragon Quest. So a lot of game journalists are getting into Dragon Quest for the first time, and they don't understand that this is like Japan's like long-running builders at all. Right. No, they, well, I don't think they understand. This is like, this is Japan's almost cultural game in terms of like the, one of their biggest games of all like, time in Japan. Japan had to put a law saying that this game had to be released on Fridays, I believe, because well, it was do yeah. that on Tuesdays and people kept cutting school for this game. It was it's bad. Like a, it's a half myth, but there was a thing like that where there was a direction put out um, to that effect, yes. But it's so big and it's so consistent because Dragon Quest XI in Japan didn't even have voice acting. 
So their idea was, nope, we stick to our core. You know, we trudge forward. We do what we, we're good at. We do what people like. We do what we've always done. It's a nostalgic game for Japan as a whole. So when that comes westward and people run into a JRPG with no voice acting and what seems to be traditional JRPG combat with no spins on it, I can see them being very disappointed because it's like, well, what's special here? And the answer is it has a whole history behind it you don't know yeah it's a history behind it you don't know and like who's right in that scenario right is it right to judge the game alone or in regards to the entire series and its history Um, but I think that's where a lot of games journalists are coming where they're saying like oh this is disappointing and that sort of thing I think it's because they don't like and it's fair to not understand because I would agree in a sense too that if a game is basic regardless of if it has a big history or not it's still a basic game but yeah, uh, completely random question. I just want to shoot you, Cam. Uh, Nick, my best friend, is over here. Like I keep uh, reiterating, he uh, keeps trying to pawn off uh, Vita games on me. So I yeah. want you to tell me yes or no. I know. Okay. Please don't say yes for all of them because you know. Those... Gonna... <laughs> uh, Uncharted, Golden Abyss. Uh, do you like Uncharted games? Yes. How big are you in Uncharted games? Uh, I actually didn't play them up until this year, and I played one through four plus uh, the one that came out standalone with Chloe and Nadine. Oh, then yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So I, I would enjoy uh, an Uncharted ass game on the Vita. Oh, yeah. It's a full Uncharted game on the Vita. So definitely. Okay. Uh, I believe it was called uh, Borderlands. Uh, there was like a. I, th- I don't know if it was you the. Know Borderlands, uh, right? I, th- I think it was the Telltale game uh, that came no, out. Are you, the Vita. are you joking? What? Borderlands, the actual series, the super popular actual series. I mean, but is it going to be something where. Because that, that game, I feel like it would be best played if, if you're playing with other people, right? Uh, I mean, you, you yeah, can play it by you yourself, but, okay. but some of the bosses sure, are heavy. You referenced Telltale. I'm like, wait, do you not know Borderlands? Like the yeah, original? The, the, the original? What are you talking about? Uh, I'd say no. Clapjack or whatever the heck his name is. Yeah, I'd say no, because it runs very poorly on the Vita. It only runs at like 22, 23 FPS. And, uh, yeah, no, it's rough. It's rough. It's cool as a technical marvel of we ported Borderlands 2 to the Vita, but mm, probably no. So uh, if I do get it, make sure I have some ibuprofen with me because yeah, I'm I already, already feel bad for you guys having to play Destiny 2 at 30 FPS. The game is beautiful. Yeah. The sound, the music, the art style. But it was anyway. three. It was three. Yeah, it was safe. Well, what, th- this is our trial version. If we like it, then we might actually buy it potentially. True. All right. What else? Let's see. We have. Uh, oh, oh, sorry for, for Vita. Vita game. Uh, that's a very good question. If only I had my best friend here that could name off all the game he was trying to pawn off on me, but unfortunately, I don't. I don't have any idea did where I he's throw, at. Did he say Dragon's Crown, Muramasa? Uh, let's see what else. Well, I'm hearing stirring from the lair, ladies and gentlemen. I do believe Uh-oh. we're gonna make a uh, slight guest appearance if he moves. Oh, he's he is shuffling. He's grabbing all these mythical things. He has a 3ds. What is that? A Wii? What is, what what? is going on? A Vita. Oh my gosh. It, it, it's, yep. It's like. Cool. Soul Sacrifice could have been another one he was throwing at you. Uh, Danganronpa? Hello, Nick. Uh, oh, oh, Nick's I mean, here. Okay. He's handing me... Oh, he's he's making an appearance uh, by walking close to me. He's handing me a bunch of little Vita games right here. Oh, sweet. Let's go through them. Okay, so I'm going to start naming them off. Let's see. Oh, there's hair attached to it. It's my wife's hair. That's suspicious. Anyways, uh, for the PS Vita, he's suggesting Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Oh, God. I didn't even know there was a physical card for that. I, yes, I didn't know that either. Well. That's this, this, is this the one with life. Phoenix Wright in it? Um, Maybe. I'm not sure. I'm not a big fighting game guy, but I know Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 is considered by many the best fighting game of all time. So. Okay. Uh, Nick uh, magically appeared from the woodwork a la a home improvement style and gave me the nod. The mm-hmm. Phoenix Wright is, in fact, in there, so I get to play as Phoenix Wright. Objection. Uh, Uncharted Golden Abyss. We yeah. agreed that that was a good one. 
Uh, here's another one, uh, game number three out of five, Borderlands 2. Oh, it's named the Telltale game. It's, uh, yeah, I don't no, think it's they... the main series. That's what I'm saying. It's, okay, so the main series, you agreed that it's a good game, but it's better played on other Yeah, it, it runs very poorly FPS-wise. Okay. Let's see. Another one is uh, Street Fighter versus Tekken, I believe. Uh, uh, so. I'd say no on that one. If you're grabbing Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom 3, then... Uh, just kind of leave that one off i think like you fighting games in the vita are weird too because of course you're not able to play with the optimal like fight pad or things like that oh no just grab one just grab one okay grab and, one marvel yeah. and finally assassin's creed 3 liberation Ooh, do you like assassin's creed a lot uh you know i i tried playing it originally when it first came out we we're talking about way back in the day yeah. couldn't get into it when i played assassin's creed syndication i really liked it but okay. i didn't like the uh there's a bug yeah. <laughs> there's a bug <laughs> Sorry, uh, Ubisoft is trying to listen in. Uh, I really liked uh, Syndicate, but it just felt like, oh, let's clear out this area and take on the boss in this area. And it it kind of burnt me down really quickly. Oh, boy. he's Are you giving these to me or you just wanted to show them off? Am I, are we playing the... I'm what good for both. Games are, I'm good for both. I would say kind of eh, maybe on Liberation then. It's not the best Assassin's Creed game, so if you're not super into the series, I'd say avoid it. Okay. Let's see. Uh, Ratchet and Clank Trilogy. Holy yeah. smokes. That is yeah. an absolute yes. 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 That's what I'm saying. The Vita is so good. Yes. Games and collections. It has a Sly Cooper collection. It has a God of War collection. It has a Ratchet and Clank collection. It has so many collections. It's wonderful. Ooh, here's one that's uh, important to me. I'd like to thank uh, Killzone Mercenary. This is the best shooter, arguably, on the Vita, and the most technically impressive as well. So yeah, the best. Okay, now uh, forgive me, and Nick, I'm gonna have to ask you to sit out, uh, best friend Nick, on this one because I want to make sure this is podcast only for the question. Uh, the the company that made Horizon Zero Dawn was well known for making a uh, a Killzone game. Do you remember which game that was? The series or a specific game? They made a specific game. I believe they focused on. I Horizon Zero Dawn was Guerrilla Games, right? Or am I yes, Guerrilla uh, Games? God, I don't know. I didn't. I thought I thought everybody worked on. I thought whoever worked on Killzone worked on the whole series. Okay, uh, I'm going to leave it to Nick uh, in the podcast then. Oh, Killzone 3, it says. I just looked it up. Oh, okay. Killzone 3. Okay. So I wasn't sure if it was this Vita one. Uh, Shantae. Oh, man, the, the typing on this is, I mean, it's a really small I saw that. Is that Shantae? Uh, Shantae, half genie hero. Yeah, go for it. Isn't that the new one that just came out recently? Uh, the, the newest hmm. one, I guess you would say, rather. I don't remember when this came out. This is this is a smaller title. It was out. There was a Shantae game out very recently in the last year or so. And so this might have been an earlier port of it. Let's see. This one has a bunch of anime figures. Uh, see, one of them has. Perfect. Like, Keep uh, it. Just Gaia 3. <laughs> Keep, it. Gaia. Keep it. It's, okay. Keep it. And, and then, of course, uh, Resistance uh, Burning Skies. Nah. <laughs> no. Nah. Oh. Okay. It, it's funny because I, I won't challenge you on this cam, but I would say Nick has been the biggest Vita uh, experience uh, in my entire life. Now, obviously, you're the one that pushed me back into the idea that I should try the Vita, but Nick was definitely the uh, person uh, that, you know, reminded me that it existed. And he you're obviously. You're a good guy, Nick. You're a good guy. Yes. Uh, huge props to uh, my best friend nick of course yep. nick over in the podcast uh, yeah, <laughs> absolute big fan uh don't worry we'll have the uh, nick vita initiative sometime in the couple of months Ooh. Yeah, i know right actually you know what i'd rather just ship him mine and be done with mine than hey, not you know what buy. do it i'm not i'm do not it. exactly a big fan of dead consoles so Oh, <laughs> I'll have you know, Nick. I'll have you know that multiple. Get, I'll have you know, like at least five games every month come out for the Vita. I'll have you know. 
<laughs> How many of them are visual novel related? Reporters. Okay, fine, but at least two or three. <laughs> <laughs> like visual novels, do it. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, okay, so anyways, like we're saying for game releases, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds is getting skip. The... Just go to the next one. I, I <laughs> it's coming give, out. I could so, get two shits for this game. An so, unfinished game that's only coming out now. One game of the year last year. It's, I'm. I'm no, I can't even didn't win. Remember, it didn't win on Game Awards. That's the only place that matters. Xbox One for September 4th. Immortal Unchained coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC September 7th. Now, uh, this is a game that I don't know. Should I know about this game? Because I don't think I've heard about it before. Uh, this is not something I know about. This sounds like, you know, it's a cool name. Immortal Unchained. But I, I, okay. It reminds me a little bit of, I'm almost wondering if there's some sort of connection. It reminds me of Enslaved Odyssey to the West in terms of game title. So I'm like, hmm, I wonder. I wonder. Well, I just tried to look up look up the game, and it hit me with a uh, enter your date of birth gateway. So I'm not looking up the game anymore. Oh. Uh, since I'm cool enough that it already knows I'm an old fart, uh, I already got a video that says 11 minutes of immortal unchained gameplay. Check out some gameplay from this new Souls inspired action RPG. Oh boy. So uh, that actually might be your field of interest there, Nick. Uh, I'm, it actually you know, might be, yeah. Uh, so that's coming out in... Uh, Too bad so, uh, Destiny's coming, uh, Forsaken's coming out, so rip every other game. I know, right? That's horrible. Uh, also, speaking of lesser-known games, uh, NBA Live 2019 coming out for PS4 and Xbox One. Never heard of it. When did the other 18 uh, games come out? <laughs> uh, it's like a, once every three years. I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> It, I'm going to say every three years uh, development process, it takes such a long time. They got to start from scratch every well, single it's time. Well, you say that because I think NBA Live is actually on a longer schedule because I think they switch off or something like that. I thought oh. I don't think they run concurrently. You don't think there's an NBA Live uh, 18? I mean, they do have different like sub branches that they license yeah, yeah. to different companies. So yeah, it's they usually could get 2K away with that. the big one. Right, 2K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay, fair enough. Yeah, 2K18 definitely rings the bell in my head. But that's the Mandela effect, I'm sure. <laughs> SNK Heroines oh. Tag Team Frenzy coming out for right, PS4. Cam, talk about this here. You go. And the, the only thing, the only thing you need to know about this game is there's a uh, Terry Bogart from what's it called? From uh, uh, help me, King of Fighters. Is, yeah, uh, yeah. Yep, yep. Terry Bogart from King of Fighters is a girl. Uh, that's that's one thing you need to care about. The second thing is that the hat now says Fatal Cutie. That's the only thing you need to care about. Oh. Yep. So everyone's a girl. Story-wise, it's a fighting game. Uh, it's a party game more than a fighting Wait, game, though. Question. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember here. So basically, they pretty much rule 63 a lot of these people the tournament to ladies, correct? Um, because no. I, 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 some I, of them, I, most of them are also correction. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, Fatal Fury, not fucking uh, fist of whatever I said. King I'm tired. Like no, I said King of Fighters. Yeah, not King of Fighters. Sorry, Fatal Fury. I'm a dummy. Uh, I was just, because... There was a uh, picture I saw. I don't know if it's correlated to this game. It was on Twitter where it showed uh, a guy that looked kind of like Guile, but not really Guile, but had you know cool blonde hair, and then a what looked like his little sister that I thought in reality might have been a gender bent version of her. And it says, don't ever talk to me or myself ever again. And I was like, oh, you know, that, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. So when you tell me that, you know, heroines, uh, you know, all girls, I was thinking, oh, man, it might have been that. I, 
for those who actually know, please, uh, you know, let me know at two times Tyler because now I'm curious. It's uh, all SNK girls and then Terry, who's gender bent and in there. Terry, I think it was Terry that I'm thinking about. That's that what Terry I said. Got I said Terry bent. Bogart's uh, femaleness. That's what I said. Well, I have no idea yeah. who Terry is, but apparently oh, okay. I do. the fatal fury hat now says fatal cutie that's the most important thing but it's a fighting game it is more party based though i played this at pax east and we've played it at my friend played it evo as well Eh, it's not a great fighting game it really isn't and uh it's too much there's a you have to win it think of honestly playstation less fun but less fun i'd say because you win you can't win naturally it's a like a fighter 3d fighter in terms of function but you are sorry I think they're, I'm getting so mixed up on this game, God. I think they're 3D models, but it acts like a 2D fighter in terms of the, you don't actually get to rotate around character-wise, but you can only win by using your super. So you can't win through natural means. So you can't just punch them. You can only execution style to win. Um, A bunch of items are dropping on screen all the time that you can use and stuff. It's just completely wild. It's not a true fighting game. Uh, That being said, the story is that all the SNK girls are stuck in a mansion or something and somebody's overseeing some sort of tournament. It's a fighting game there's a hat that's cool so yeah okay fine cool. yeah. uh i i know nick you you say that destiny 2 forsaken is the biggest thing that's coming out this week but i do have a challenger coming oh, your yeah. way coming out on september 7th is spider-man on yeah. for the ps4 and uh sorry destiny uh, sorry destiny yeah that's the destiny killer right there mm-hmm. sorry bungie no no it's, it's fine destiny doesn't have um unpromised graphics like spider-man does oh, oh Ooh, I like that, it. I that like is it. one big puddle to jump in or not i don't oh, know oh jeez that's I know, right that's extra good tyler all right claps for that claps for that <laughs> thank you thank you oh. we, we won't discuss that that like we topic. never delivered on content oh, okay, but at least we look like how we showed up at e3 yeah that was whew, whew. Ooh, hot takes so, oh boy wow. oh boy wow uh, so it's just lighting guys don't worry yeah it's, when has it ever just been lighting <laughs> we will i do believe i'm gonna get spider-man i because oh, i yeah. do want to talk about it i feel like this is a game uh that it feels like it should get some kind of recognition because it's going to be one of it's one of the biggest heavy hitters in this part of the year so i think uh you know, oh, yeah, it'll uh, also be crazy not to get spider-man uh on ps2 i played spider-man 2 that came out with the movie release oh um my bad uh, i played spider-man 2 that came out for the movie release and i had so much fun in that game i think it was the open world swing around do whatever you want side quests um yeah so you'd be crazy not to get this game if you ever played that game or if you just want to be spider-man in his true form yeah, oh, yeah is Spider-Man. absolutely wonderful right. game also i absolutely fucking hate spider-man <laughs> oh okay i what actually hate spider-man really, but yeah it um, he yeah. got really mainstream really quickly at the the wrong point in my life where i wanted to be edgy and cool and it's like oh walmart has a spider-man wallet i'll buy it but i'll hate it and so my I had problem it for like, with spider-man is that he has too many problems and then he just whines about it all the time sure he solves his problems at the end of the day he beats the villains he's cool and all but he, he he's a whiny baby i know it's Toby like McGuire, oh, my uncle died Toby mcguire didn't help with that my problem oh, with spider-man is it's not made by japanese developers so or Japanese mangaka or a Japanese you know, anime. But Marvel is not so. even Japanese. So it's not Japanese. Why do I care, right? Yeah, not, no, no. not anime. Not me. Cleanse your hands. Cleanse your hands. I will say, though, I will say, in terms of the actual downgrade discussion, because that is a big topic going around, uh, I need to actually see it myself to know if it is downgraded or not. But one thing I will say is I've never, ever seen a big game that was not downgraded. So I think yeah, yeah, no, exactly is. when everything's because downgraded. They, they probably yeah. they, I, they run I them like this is the thing. 
PCs at the at yeah. the event, yeah. or they, they run them on PS4 like yeah. architecture, and then it's actually just a you know PC with a 1080 running in it or something like that. So yeah, yeah. or a 280 if you're on this part of the century now. No, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do my uh, weird voice while I talk while I vape. Because look at me, That's hey, a, I'm, okay, I know. did that. Wow, I know, yeah. right? <laughs> so uh, that is interesting. And just a side note about the uh, new video cards coming out. Yeah, uh, they're they're up there now. Uh, finally, Yokai Watch Blasters, Red Cat Court, and White Dog Squad. We're good. Which, which, yeah, okay, coming out for 3DS, same day as Spider Man. Uh, you know, if you can't afford Pokemon, uh, even though it's the same price, then what are you doing? Anyways, okay, Watch is superior. Here's no, no, here's the joke. Okay, so people are gonna laugh when they heard that from me, but here's the thing here's the reality of the situation. Uh, I'm contractually obligated to dislike Yokai Watch because I'm a Pokemon fan. Uh, of course, I think it's, it's deals, the Twitch, and everything now. Early on, Yokai Watch's gameplay left a lot to be desired, but in terms of actual visuals, the new Switch games are far superior than anything Pokemon's putting out. People have used them to compare to Let's Go and said, look, Game Freak is slacking because look what Yokai Watch can do in this amount of time. And I think it's very valid to say, here's a similar type of game and looks this way in this world on the Switch when Let's Go is looking like this. So the one thing I will say to Yokai Watch is good job on actually using the Switch's power. Awesome. Okay. For level five, yeah. Then let's uh let's wrap up the show right here and now. You can email us at casualmasterquest at gmail.com. If you want to send us any questions, comments, concerns, love, hates, whatever you want. It doesn't matter. Uh I, if if it's interesting, I'll read it. If not, then well, yeah. You'll still uh, probably read it. You'll be in our thoughts and prayers on Twitter or something like that. All podcasts and gaming can be found throughout all our Twitches, as well as some of them is gonna be found on our YouTube channel, which we will link on our Twitter if you're interested. Uh, including uh, our podcast recordings. So if you want to look at us in the flesh and see how beautiful we are hey, before I actually make our voice sound decent, uh, yeah, this is where you can find it. You can find us Raw Dog. Ooh. Let's see. You can yeah. find me on Twitter at Two Times Tyler. I am uh, currently streaming on twitch.tv slash Two Times Tyler. All letters, one word. Uh, I stream every Tuesday and Friday, 6 to 9. I do typically Zelda games unless people convince me to play horror games which uh, I would really love to bring back Sinua Sacrifice, you know, uh, bring it back up there. Yeah. However, we do have more important people than myself, like uh, such as Cam. Cam, hey. where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Cam Collects, my preferred social media. Hit me up anytime in DMs there. Talk about video games, the industry, or anything like that. In terms of streams, you can find me on twitch.tv slash Cam Collects. Just made affiliate, so I'm going to work on all of those like badges and such like that. So if you guys have your free one and haven't used it, consider stopping by and giving me a shot. Uh, I would appreciate that very much. I stream at 6 p.m. on Fridays at 6 p.m. EST. We're doing Pokemon Prism, Blind Nuzlocke. And then also on Monday at 7 p.m. EST, Pokemon White 2 Randomized Nuzlocke. And what I would say is one perk, too, of being affiliate is you don't have to worry about average viewership anymore. Uh, so I might introduce some new stuff that doesn't get as many views as well. Pokemon seems to be where people like to watch me, but I also like to play other things. So that might be something going on, too. I just want to confirm if that is really the case. They don't do like performance reviews yep. after a month. They're like, oh, this guy has been only getting one. You no. know, yep, okay. I won't get rid of you. So once you're there, you only have to get yep. there once. Yep. Unless you're going for partner, but then you need 75 average viewers for partner. No, but even once you're partnered, like, yeah, even, yeah. like because of whatever, if you don't stream for a while, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Nick, where can we find you, buddy? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at LRWarrior11. Um, you can also find me on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash LRWarrior11. I stream Destiny 2. I'll be streaming Overwatch and a variety game until I'm done with it. Awesome. We cover such an interesting field. Uh, 
I want to point out none of it's really Microsoft related, but that's okay. And uh, we all have like one weird correlation in one shape or form that, you know, he plays Bayonetta, which uh, might have came up. Actually, no, it came out for uh, PS3 originally. Just wait until Gears of War 6 comes out or the next yeah. Halo. Then yeah, I'll be on I would that. say I am pro Microsoft. I just I've already played every one of their exclusives on Xbox One. So all, all three of them. I understand. I understand. <laughs> it's like also- six now, seven. <laughs> Um, right, that was Cam, that was Eleanor, I mean Nick, that was myself, Tyler, and we are going to be wrapping up here at Casual Master Quest, episode number 17. Hope you guys have yourselves a great day. We'll hope to see you next week, and don't forget to never stop the grind. See you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I love you. Love you. You'll never stop loving me. Find more of our work by searching for Casual Master Quest on iTunes, Google Play, and other podcast players. Check out what we'll be doing next week on Twitter at MasterQuestPod. Not like uh, legit, you know, we're going to start talking the podcast, but uh, sure stuff. yeah, good stuff mm-hmm. rolling. <sighs> so uh, Destiny 2 is a thing. Okay, I'm here. Oh, Destiny to Perfect time. Just in time for your deep and collected thoughts about Destiny 2. Oh, good. I know, right? I've only uh, this, played it two days straight a lot. There's going to be a sweaty Oh, episode you too? Oh, yeah. No, I told you I was playing it. I was the one who said it in chat, like, right when it came out. Well, you said you were, yeah, you. I know you installed it, but I didn't know, like, because, you know. Oh, I've already played 10 hours. Installing and playing it could be 20 minutes. Or... I already played 10 hours, 10 hours Tyler. I was playing Gambit. I was playing Gambit earlier. How do you feel? I had to get it in. I had to get it in before. Uh, I had to get it in before podcast. I tried playing Gambit. There was a lot of connection issues, though. Yeah, there are. Yeah, the the servers are a bit fuzzy game. because of. Yeah. Um, they said things are going to be weird yeah. with this patch. I imagine. Uh, I imagine. Cam, I guess I should probably ask if I can ask uh, add you on PSN sometime. Oh yeah, definitely. Because uh, right now I got my best friend over. And he's the guy that tried to get me originally in Destiny 1, and it mm-hmm. didn't work. And, of course, him and I played uh, quite a bit, as yeah, it turns so out. I'll talk about it on podcast, but it turned out I played a lot more Destiny than I remembered playing. And then I actually beat everything. So, Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, uh, we are ready to start whenever you guys are. Then. Uh, yeah, just a quick question before we start. Oh, you went live. Okay. Oh, no, we, we've been live since uh, before you joined. So. Oh, okay. I was just going to say, uh, do I know you wanted to talk about getting rid of the news section. And I saw it was still in there. Do you uh, want to? The... Do you guys hear that? I heard dogs. Yeah. Dogs. I only have one dog. <laughs> huh. Looks like your dog bought him a, bought him a friend. Uh, it sounds like... Uh, okay, so basically what happened was my landlord uh, brought some dogs over to drop them off in my dog run before she went north. And it's like, okay. Huh. All right. All right. Anyways, uh, I mean, I only put one thing in. I saw. I did see there was only one, and I saw and, it was... Uh, as you can yeah. see, I, I put it in simply because I, I like the title that I reconstructed for it. Yep. Here's but, the thing. If you guys, I said in Discord, if you guys don't like covering news, I already run a full news podcast. I don't need to do more news. <laughs> I like I like the discussion aspect we generally run with our news show. So I like a news segment. So maybe not like heavily focus on like several different news articles. 
but like we'll grab one if it's interesting and just talk about it. So that, like we could rebrand it as the discussion segment or something. Ooh, yeah, because yeah, we can always put secondary topics or push topics more if you want to do it that way. But uh, I would say at the very most, uh, do one not because it's topical, but because uh, it has an entertainment value that other podcasts don't cover. Okay, that, that, that sounds, sounds good. That's why I picked this one in particular because like no one's talking about a 15 year old that you know made a game called Let's Beat Hungry Pikachu. Yeah, yeah, excited to saw that. So and he's sold thousands of guns for twelve dollars and fifty cents a pop, and uh, and it's like, god damn, it's like children are scary, dude. Nintendo should be like, hmm, emulation. I found yeah. a new target here. Yeah, right. But, uh, are you fine with the one topic at least, or do you want them to cut it out? Because I'm. I'm okay with doing it like that or no, oh, I'm good, man. I'm just saying yeah. if you guys want to get rid of more news, I'm super down for that. Yeah, we'll I say this for this week, I say. Yeah, we'll okay. yeah, talk after. But that plus uh help with uh, our two hour and something minute. Yeah, time. I mean if we could I know you said two hours is a little too much in your end, you felt that way too. If you if you want to go down to one hour thirty or something, that works for me. Uh like I I love talking to you guys, don't get me wrong. But uh, you know. It's a long time. It is a long time, man. I know. Oh, man. Actually, okay. We'll talk about this afterwards once we're done, just kind of like a post-meeting. Let's see. Are you guys all set then? Uh, Yeah, let me just make sure all my sources are where they should be. Uh, Make sure the 7-Up is drinkable. Thank you, Amanda. Thanks, Amanda. Thanks, Amanda. Thank you, Amanda. <laughs> it's okay if you say you're welcome. A little bit of a cringe moment there, but that's okay. Why? Because I sing an off-tune version of a Disney yes. song? Yes. Should always be on tune. That got you? I see what's happening here. Out of everything, that got you? <laughs> Wait, what, 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 was, what was your <laughs> record? I don't know what, there, I don't know what Cam's trying to start, but for me, it was just the off-team bit. <laughs> let's start the episode. Okay, let's see. Uh, 5.07, I started just a little bit after 5 o'clock, so I just got to make a mental... Holy shit, a lot of vaping. Anyways, uh, six minutes in. All right, ready? Good? Green light, everybody good to go? All right, then we're going to be starting. And uh, for let me let the house know this because I got a lot of people in my house right now. Yo, fuck dogs about to start this podcast for real. Yo, silence is golden. Duct tape is silver. Just remember, I like silver more, but we can do the gold standard if you want to. We cool. We cool. Oh, you could respond to that. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, let's, let's, let's start. <clears throat> oh, that's right. We're family friendly. The first app. <clears throat> Yeah, just give him the eyes. Oh yeah, no, that's okay. We gotta, this guy, you know, go serious to fuck up. 